mood yet yeah, to meet another stranger I'm not in the mood yet yeah, to have a conversation And talk about a bunch of things that I don't feel amazed with Getting too close to me, woo, could be dangerous I don't like the energy, I leave the situation All this negativity that I can get away from All this negativity Hey everybody, welcome back to the Introversion Podcast Today I am joined by my buddy uh, Who was previously on the podcast uh, earlier this year And I believe we... Did the we we did an experimental episode that time because we watched the uh, Age of Rage documentary on Netflix together and we kind of discussed it and um, well that was then this is now nothing experimental about this episode uh, it's just gonna be me and Brian my old friend from high school uh, in Germany we're back together again for a new episode of the podcast so Brian welcome back to the podcast hey no <laughs> no funny buzzes here we're just uh, just shooting the shit, just talking about everything going on in society these days. Uh, oh, there is, is um, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So the problem, there's a couple of things, problems, is it's like there's so much happening. It's kind of like where to begin. Uh, and there's also the fact of we're recording this now on a, a Sunday night, and uh, I'll probably edit it down a little bit tomorrow, so I probably won't even post it till Tuesday. But the way things are going lately, it's like, dude, everything we talk about today could be completely irrelevant, or at least mostly irrelevant by Tuesday. So, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> it's changing. It's a roller coaster, man. Up and down, up and down. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I think it's funny that we're, that we're even saying that, that it's a, a, a roller coaster ride and up and down, right? Because I think a lot of our friends on the left, uh, our, our Biden voting friends, I think for them, life is normal. Like they have no idea about these ups and downs because if you tune into CNN, it's over and they're talking about the Biden transition team. And that's, right. that's all that people know about. Yeah. I mean, when you only give part of the news, it makes it a lot easier for everybody. But when you see both sides of what's happening behind the scenes, it, it changes your whole perspective. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think that in itself is a topic to discuss because that's kind of timeless these days and not tied to a specific news story exactly like right. that would be outdated by tomorrow. It's this whole trend of, it's not even a trend. It's like, I don't even have the word for it. It's like separate realities that we're living in. Yeah, right. You know? And, yeah. and I think people underestimate the power of the media and, and the information that people take in. It's... You know, regardless of whether you are on the left or on the right or what you believe or not, I it blows my mind that people can't even acknowledge the fact that we're living in completely alternate realities. I'm talking about the people who we're walking down the sidewalk with and like friends online who we talk with, like completely different perceptions of reality. Right. And, I mean, there there's real life, right? Which is I wake up in the morning, I get dressed. I go about my day. That's real life. And then there is uh, what's actually happening in the world, that, that the real world that we don't see except through a digital medium. And, you know, some people choose to only listen to one side and they're in their echo chamber and they just live their life and they, they're hunky-dory with whatever they're told, they believe. Yeah. Um, they don't have any critical thought behind it. You know, they don't question the information that they're getting whatsoever like oh well it came from 
this news channel that I listen to all the time and mm-hmm. they always tell me the truth and, and that's the way it is. And I'm just like, you know, when, when, when things don't seem to add up, um, where is the questioning in your own mind? Like, I don't get how, how people can go through life and just accept something that somebody tells them. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I've always, always questioned everything like, okay, well, where did you get that information from? Where, 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 you know, what does it mean when you say that and all kinds of things and the, the world that we're living in now, people aren't questioning. And I think it's just because people are just busy, you know, like, Oh, I, I don't have time to do the research or I don't, whatever. And I think, you know, this, this whole COVID lockdown thing gave, gave me a little bit more time to, to, when, when something didn't seem right, give me the opportunity to, to look it up and, and say, okay, hold on a second here. All these people, like, you know, even today, like they're, you know, they, they label, uh, this, this whole Sydney Powell thing, right there. When, when our friend sent us that message, Hey, you know, the Trump campaign has separated themselves from her. I went, went on to Google and I searched her name and the, the first thing that came up, I believe was the Hill, which is obviously a biased news source, but at the same time, it says conspiracy theorist, Sydney Powell has, has been, uh, separated or uh, has has been kicked off the Trump legal team, and I'm just like, wow, they just straight up call her a conspiracy theorist like that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, tell me you're not trying to spin a narrative there, you know, right? Because she she's the one that's presenting really a, a boatload of evidence that shows that this whole Dominion uh, voting system is flawed, flawed beyond anything that we could have ever imagined, and. They're calling it a conspiracy theory so that they can at some point debunk it or call it debunked or whatever. They're setting it up mm-hmm. to to, you know, to fit their narrative like, oh, she never really had any evidence, whatever. It's not evidence is is how they're positioning it to everybody else. And the truth is, you know, she's still pressing on. She's still pursuing that case. And if she proves it, it's the truth. So. Don't call it a conspiracy theorist until <clears throat> after all the facts are in. So that that's the way right. I look at it. Well, the whole conspiracy theorist terminology, it's really just another means of dismissing people. And, yeah, discrediting and, and, them. Yeah. yeah, discrediting, dismissing ideas, discrediting people. I mean, you know, it, unfortunately, you know, you and I were watching that press conference the other day. When Sidney mm-hmm. Powell was there and uh, Giuliani and the other lawyer, and they're saying all of these things and they're saying, we have all this evidence. We have, you know, just all this proof. We have affidavits we have, and uh, we're, we're just, this is the opening statement of sorts. You know, we're not going to reveal right. all the information here in this press conference, but we have mm-hmm. the evidence. We're going to be taking action on this. This is huge news. And they're talking about the fate of democracy, regardless of who's quote unquote wins the election. This is far bigger than that. This is the, right, right. This is the very fate of the country and all of our lives in terms of do we live in an actual democracy or not? Like that's fundamentally right. the grandest idea of all in our entire American governmental political landscape, everything and history of this country and everything boils down to that. And 
it's hot in the room and his hair dye is leaking down his face. And you and I are sitting there talking as we were watching it. We're like, this is what the media is going to talk about. This right. is what and the memes are going to be. This is what the SNL skits are going to be. It's going to be mm-hmm. his hair dye coming down the side of his face. Right. Because, like, this is where I'm like, you and I both know. And I think to some degree, everybody knows. It's just a matter of, do you see this as a problem? You know, this like fickle, um, you know, slanderous, you know, it did, a fly landing on Mike. Pence's head diverts the right. attention away from all of the factual information that he's saying, or you know, people aren't. It, it, it to say it concerns me is it's an understatement. But basically, it's it's like that old dog <clears throat> meme, right? Like the dogs all hanging out with you, paying attention, and oh, squirrel! You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That, that's from all up, it is. It's just yeah. yeah. It's like oh well, you know, it it it, it becomes a farce, and you know, the actual real words that were said don't even mean anything anymore. And that's, that's ridiculous. Cause they, in my opinion, they presented, Hey, we've got a lot of evidence Mm -hmm. and we've got a lot of people that have signed affidavits under, under perjury, you know, that, that election fraud has taken place. And I, you know, for, for our constitutional Republic, for our democracy, for our democratic process, I think, that that all should be looked at regardless of, you know, and, and I, and I said this before, if Biden legit won this election, he'll be president. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right? right. But, but if, if there is widespread rampant fraud and Trump actually won the election, um, he should be president. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if, if, if you believe that the most people, in the history of the world voted for Joe Biden, <laughs> right? then you should have no problem with them exploring was there widespread rampant fraud? Because if there wasn't, like you're saying there wasn't, let, let it all shake out. And yeah, okay. He got, he, he had the most people Joe Biden ever. was the most popular politician in terms of vote accrual in the history of the world, basically. The or, world. You know, yeah. The world, the guy yeah. who ten people would show up to his rallies, right? That guy, like, right. And at at noon, he would take the rest of the day off yeah. when he's on the campaign trail, right? And and you know, you you have all these these Democrats who who stayed inside and they mm-hmm. they mailed in all their votes, which is fine. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, he wins, and now COVID's not a problem. Let's all celebrate in the street. Yep. Let's all drink from the same water bottle as each other. Right. And and you know, a week before that they were they were all condemning Trump and his rallies for mm-hmm. super spreader events. And then a week after and, that they were condemning the Trump uh, rally. Right. I mean it's the, the hypocrisy that, that has happened is to to me it's it's just so far 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 reaching that I just can't even take it. Yeah. You know. And and I'm a pretty level-headed person, but it, it, it takes, uh, and I mean, what I'm saying is it takes a lot to get me fired up when it comes to things. It, it's, it's the left saying, when you say oh, fired up, all... you mean like pissed off. Sure. Sure. Like, you know, you, you, you look at the left and they say, we're the party of inclusiveness and we're the party of, of love and, and, you know, yeah, right. 
you know, it, it, it just drives me nuts because they are the ones that when you say that you're going to support Trump, will label you a racist, mm-hmm. will will tell you that you're a terrible person, that you're a part of a cult mm-hmm. and essentially just drive you off and, and, and cancel you. Yep. Because because you said that. And I'm like, what's inclusive about that? That makes no sense whatsoever. Then you got AOC saying we need to make a list of all these people who supported Trump. Right. And I'm just like that. That's like straight fascism. I know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, this is this is insanity because everything that you are accusing the right of you're guilty of. The hypocrisy is is beyond a level that I can even comprehend. And, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting here. And I'm just like, is this real life? Is this Twilight Zone? What is happening? And, you know. Okay, this is fascinating. While we're on the subject of, of fascism, I just Googled it just to search, right? Oh, they, they redefined it. The, okay, well, the first thing I'm seeing here, the first uh, on Wikipedia, the initial definition here, 68 million results. The first thing I see, fascism is a form of far right authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and of the economy, which came to prominence in early 20th century Europe. Okay? Hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the definition as it states there. I, go, I scroll down. The first Google result is from the Washington Post. Okay. And the headline is, how fascist is Donald Trump? There's actually a formula for that. Hmm. Moving further down, there's Merriam-Webster's definition, Britannica's definition, uh, Dictionary.com's definition, Live Science, Time.com, what is fascism? But isn't that fascinating? You do a mm-hmm. search for fascism, and the number one result is a Washington Post article, How Fascist is Donald Trump? Right. Isn't that something? That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, you know, it's crazy when you actually break down even, I mean, whatever you want to say about the validity of this definition, when you break down the terms there, okay, authoritarian, okay, mm -hmm. forcible suppression of opposition, strong regimentation of society and and of the economy. Now, when you look at what's, how things have been playing out politically this year in 2020 with the pandemic, mm-hmm. who seems like the fascist in terms of regimenting and controlling and dictating society and the economy? The I mean, left. this is a rhetorical question, but you look yeah. at Gretchen Whitmer, you look at California, uh, Newsom, you know, you look at these, you know, <clears throat> and Wolf and PA and Cuomo and New York. All these democratic leaders are the ones telling people, you can do mm-hmm. this, you, can, you can't do that, you can't do that, you need to stay home, you need to wear a mask, you need to, you know, if you're eating bites now, that's the new thing, like you lower your mask while you eat a bite and then you have to put the mask back up. I'm like, we just watched a video of the girl that we both know of talking about, like how right. Gretchen Whitmore, I don't know if you watch it, they're, they're following the scientists, the science. So if we're insulting Gretchen Whitmore, then we're insulting the scientists and the experts. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I guarantee you I could go out and talk to a handful of random scientists and doctors and get their Mm -hmm. opinion on, do you think it's safer to 
not wear a mask and just eat your food with clean hands and not be touching your face and touching the mask constantly, lowering your mask to cover your face and raising it back up, which do you think is actually safer? You know, and, I, uh, you know, it's like you don't have science on your side with this, you know, to well, tell people when, to put, when you, when to you put have your mask scientists. on and off and on and off. Like you're the basic yeah, common sense that any doctor would say is like, don't touch your face. Don't uh-huh. touch your eyes. Don't touch your nose. Well, when you have when you when you have scientists that are saying, "Oh, the, the flu cases are <clears> down <throat> because people are wearing their masks," and then they say, "But COVID cases are up because people aren't wearing their mask," mm-hmm. it it's a contradiction. And one 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 doctor says this: anything that's anti narrative that uh, some doctor comes out and says, they get censored. Anything that is pro narrative is is facts they're all facts right but you know and and yeah, i had I mean, an literally it's what you with, said if you say something against the narrative you will be fact-checked right right and and you know i i look at like i had a conversation with somebody on on your wall the other day and it was it was on the lines of uh you know i i, I had to bring up there there's two different kinds of science there's observational science and there's experimental science Observational sciences says, hey, I observed something. My hypothesis is this. Experimental sciences, it starts with the hypothesis, and then let's do this experiment afterward. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's – and then the observation comes after the double-blind experiment, where observation is I, I observe this. My hypothesis is that this might work, and then we'll reobserve it after the experiment is done. So – there's 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 two different ways, but in, in in essence, everything in science is theory. Nothing is is ever proven a hundred percent factual. We can there might be a majority opinion that oh this is fact, but then how many times in the past has this been thought to be fact? Like the world is flat, and right. then it turns out that the world is not flat. You know, right? If it, you you see what I'm saying here, mm-hmm. it, it, there's there's if if that person who said no the world is round was censored we'd right. still think the world was flat right right you know what i'm saying it's ridiculous yeah. dude. right because they came and they presented evidence that the world was in fact round but right. but in today's environment they would have been censored and and told yep. that they were a fool or fact checked to till their voice was never heard yeah they'd have to go run off and post on a a platform like clapper or something you know <laughs> right <laughs> back in the uh, 1400s or whatever it was yeah um, i mean i mean it's the, dude I, it's, I saw the most idiotic video the other day it was probably you who sent it to me but it might have been something else that i just stumbled across but it was that video of that dude on cnn who was saying you know he was talking about people running off to parlor have you seen that clip uh was it the ball-headed guy yeah yeah, yeah, okay. That was like the most idiotic cl- s- clip I've seen. And I've seen I see idiotic things every day. But it's dangerous, that, right? He said it was dangerous. That that these people, these right-wing people are mm-hmm. are leaving Facebook and Twitter and they're going off onto a right-wing parlor to do whatever kind of lies and spread over there and and gather together their whatever white supremacist evil, you know, whatever it is he was, I'm like, dude, the only reason they're leaving Facebook is because you all are forcing them out. 
Right. Because if somebody opens up their mouth to say something and they're immediately censored and silenced, of course they're not going to stick around. Right. So in other words, they're creating their own echo chamber because they're stuck in yours. Right. And and, and look, I'm of the mindset and you're of the mindset too. Like, Look, I don't believe in echo chambers as being an optimal solution to anything. Which nope. is why I've stuck I around. Believe, so I believe long. in free thought. Yeah. Present your evidence and let me decide. Right. That's but it. I think what we're talking about in terms of the exchange of ideas and information, but also in terms of the health measures that are being recommended. Oh, dude. The yeah, whole, they're guising it under health and safety. Yeah. It's like the, the whole thing is basically a mass infantilization of the American public, mm-hmm. where it's the government, the governors, and whoever's in charge, and now Biden, if he ends up being the president, federal mandates for this and that, they're basically telling the American people, you're not allowed to make your own decisions for your life. They are they are violating the Constitution. By doing They're violating the Constitution. Yeah. yeah. They're violating the Constitution. They, the, the, the problem is that these government officials don't know that we, the people, are the reason they're in power. Like we give them their power. We pay their salaries. They don't exist without us. And, and the, the issue is they're coming through and they're making government this big, all powerful thing. Right. When in all actuality, they don't have that power because there's many more of us than them. Right. All we need to do is stand up. But people don't, but people don't stand together out of fear and out of your, like you said earlier about being busy raising your Mm -hmm. kids, going to your job, like living your life. Like people are too busy, you know, which is why Mm -hmm. I think actually I've seen Steven Crowder joke about this, but basically like that's why you have these left wing activists who Mm -hmm. are, you know, privileged white kids who are in Antifa, you know, Mm -hmm. and unemployed people like just, you know, they got nothing better to do than go be an activist and raise hell, you know, like they're all marching and this and that. And because like, a lot of them, they don't have jobs. They don't have responsibilities. They don't, you know. And well, they, I mean, they, they, I, to be devil's advocate, there are a bunch of people that are act active and they do have jobs. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, but there's yeah, still yeah. A, like if like if you have nothing going on, you can just go right. out and yell about how you don't have a job, how you don't have this and you don't have that. And it's all the government's fault. and It's all the Republicans fault. It's all President Trump's fault. Like. But the rest of the people who are probably the majority of the country is what I'm, this is my mm-hmm. main main point. The mm-hmm. people who are working, yeah, the people working in their factory jobs and you know whatever jobs, like they're out, they're raising their families, they're having kids, like they're married, they have responsibilities, they're too busy living life and taking care of all those things to go out and be an activist, you know? Right. And I've gotten Which into is a, why you have a silent majority. Yeah. Right. And it's frustrating for me because, like, I, you know, I've gotten into a couple of conversations with some of my conservative friends who I've reconnected with recently, and and uh, some of them have flat out said, like, "Yeah, uh, I see the struggle you're going for, Jay." You know, like on Facebook and social media, and uh, they don't really have my back because they don't want to stick their neck out on the line. If they don't even, they won't even click like on something that I post, uh, you know, even though they agree with what I'm saying, they won't click like, you know, and it's not just about likes. I mean, here's a little bit of a sidebar here, but I started to kind of think about the whole likes thing, not Mm -hmm. so much in terms of like an ego boost or like a, you know, that dopamine dopamine rush or anything like that. I mean, that's there as, as Mm -hmm. we've all, 
known about for a while and the social dilemma and all that stuff. But I'm starting to look at likes as like a vote. So basically anytime I see a YouTube video, anytime I, I listen to anything or, or, or see somebody post on Facebook or tweet, like if I like what they're saying and I feel like it's important that they're saying it and I want to let them know that I support them and I want to let other people see that they are supported, you know, mm -hmm. because if somebody tweets a brilliant thing or like, wow, that's a really insightful thing and it has zero likes, zero retweets, zero, when the next person comes along and looks at it, they're going to be like, eh, yeah, whatever. Cool. But if they see the same tweet or the same post and it has 50, mm -hmm. 50 likes, 20 retweets, whatever, it's like people are going to give it more attention and feel like, oh, yeah, this has more subs. It's like the whole social proof thing, you know? Oh, yeah. It, it so, just shows that there's a lot of people interacting with it or agreeing with it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like it, it, it gives fuel to the fire. Right. So and, this is a concept that apparently I have to explain to a lot of people I know and friends who aren't mm -hmm. as involved in social media and the internet culture and all that stuff. So right. if any of those people are listening now, you know, yeah. I hope you're listening and taking notes and, or at least taking a mental note of like, huh, okay, maybe next time I see somebody who's stating kind of an unpopular opinion and they're going out on a limb to, to say that maybe I'll click like, or, you know, just to, well, what do they think? Like that, like it's going to be tracked back to them or something? I think you know. Like, I think I think people. It's a combination of people being lazy or afraid, or both. You know, not you know, but <clears throat> right. Well, I mean, but when you said earlier it, about like the strength and numbers that we have, it has to start manifesting itself. You know. Well, I, I think like honestly, watching what's happening on TikTok and watching what's happening on some other social media platforms other than the the main three, right? Um, I'm seeing a, 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 I won't say a majority, but I'm seeing a lot of people that were considered silent majority before standing up and yeah. and, and and supporting, which is great. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Because it, it it makes you you're building a community in there, and you know you guys are firing each other up, and it's great. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, if I don't I don't even post on Facebook anymore in regards to politics at all. I mean, I came kind of came out of the the political closet, I guess you would say this this election, because I, I I weighed in on what was actually happening in the world. And I looked at the the different policies that were being placed in front of us. And I saw that there's a vast difference between the two and i believe that one side is is corrupt i actually really do and and i looked at you know obviously the conservative side and i saw a lot of good things were happening there um and i think like you know i was i was kind of weighing them back and forth back and forth and i think the ultimate thing that that changed my mind was uh the stance on abortion i and of the belief that life starts at conception. So because of that, obviously, I was told by somebody that I'm a man and I my opinion didn't matter. Right. And I was like, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And, you know, it's it's all of this. Um, my body, my body, my, my choice. choice. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then the the same argument can be had about wearing masks. 
my body, my choice. And and they say, no, 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 you can't do that because you're endangering other people. Mm -hmm. You might kill somebody. And I say, well, you are killing somebody when you have an abortion. So what's the difference? And then it comes down to they just don't believe that it's a life. Right. Like it's potential for life is what the person told me. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, that is a human being. When we start, it's one thing if you talk about a conception and this and that, like, but then people are talking calmly and rationally about late term abortions. And we're talking about a baby inside the womb with a heart, with a heartbeat and hands and fingers. And, and and it it, it blows my mind. You know, you know, my wife had a miscarriage at 19 weeks, right? Mm -hmm. And that baby was born perfectly formed had all, all 10 fingers, all 10 toes. He looked just like me, you know, and, and I had to witness him die. And you can't tell me that that is not a life. You can't. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's nothing you can say to me to say that that is not a human being. And, and I just, I just, when somebody says, oh, that's the potential for life. No, bro. That's not. Yeah. That's like legit. I mean, and, yeah, that that, you know, and I, I know on our last episode, we kind of, you know, scooted over that. I'm I, I'm not ashamed to say it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I, I my my stance was before this election. I'm pro choice, but I believe that you're killing a human being. Yeah. And and now I'm like, eh, no, I'm not pro choice. I'm yeah. pro life. Right. And and that was the, the deal breaker for me. And, you know, the ultimate deal breaker, obviously, there was other things that were going on. And I, I really, truly believe that that there's some nefarious stuff going on with the Democratic Party right now. Um, and that's not election fraud stuff that is using the great uh, using the, the the pandemic to usher in the, the great reset and the the 2030 agenda and, you know, all this other stuff from from the World Economic Forum and Davos like and. Me saying that right now, people would consider me a conspiracy theorist. But I mean, it's like legit. It's already happened, dude. The prime minister of Canada. Yeah. Like I can I can find you a clip where he's actually saying we're using we're using the pandemic to usher in this great reset, Mm -hmm. and and then there's those plans were in place even before 2020. Before he said it before 2020. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems. And and also like things that Joe Biden has said on the campaign trail were word for word what this the uh, the leader of the World Economic Forum said, Schwab. Yep. Word for word. Build back. And I'm just like, yeah, build back better. All this other stuff. I'm like, where did I hear that before when when it came out of the Canadian prime minister's mouth? I heard it from the, the, the Biden campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he is a puppet for the new world order. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say new world order. I meant to say the Great Reset, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing about the Great Reset and the, the 2030 agenda is you look at it and on paper, it sounds nice. But how they will go about doing it is is another story. You know, we're not we're not we're not talking. I mean, there's so many things that have to take place. And one of the things that has to happen is the American dollar needs to fail. 
because right now the American dollar is what's running the world economy. And in order for them to do what they need to do, oh, and, and just so we're clear, I'm not feeling suicidal. <laughs> Something you have to say when you're talking about this kind of stuff, right? right? I'm not some super political activist when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I'm not like, you know, climbing up to the highest, highest peak of the buildings and shouting it at, from the mountaintops or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. it just to me, the writing's on the wall. And nobody sees it, you know, or nobody on the left sees it. I think people yeah. on the right are, are, are really starting to see it. But at, at the same time, it's just like, you know, there's something super nefarious going on. And, and you and I had also seen, you know, a document from the Rockefeller Foundation website. What's it called again? I think it's a Operation Lockstep. Yeah, the Lockstep, Operation Lockstep, uh, like memorandum or whatever you want to call it. But like a... It, it essentially says that this this whole uh, pandemic was man-made and this is how they are are going to steal the power. And so, the, I mean, it's it's all, I, wanna, I guess, guys yeah. under conspiracy theory, whatever. Right. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that line up that make this thing seem very true. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm starting to look at it as like this stuff isn't even conspiracy theory. It's all out in the open. Like it's all, yeah, it's not it even theory anymore when you're seeing it happen. Um, I want to look up the name of that. There was that Chinese doctor or vi- virologist or something or epidemiologist. The woman, oh, yeah, yeah. the woman who was on Tucker and she said it was mm-hmm. man-made in mm-hmm. China, in Wuhan. Right. And, and she's I, dead now. I was surprised that she was alive to make that statement. And then you're telling me you're confirming what I was going to look up. So she is dead now. Well, I mean, I don't know. I I heard she was, but I never saw any true confirmation of it. Okay. I don't know if it was swept under the carpet, you know, but it's yeah, my understanding gonna, that she's gone. I'm going to try to look that up before I post this and I can post a note about it as, as to whether she's alive or dead. But right. I mean, to say something like that out loud on, uh, mm-hmm. on in public on Tucker's show right. like that, like you're basically signing your own death warrant. Right. And she said that she was willing to give her life to let people know. And to me, when somebody says that and they end up dead, that tells you something. Yeah. And you you can't just ignore that. Well, people do ignore it. People do ignore it. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. She probably committed suicide. Right, right. Because the pressure was too much. Whatever. I, I mean, dude, how many coincidences do there have to be? until it's mathematically impossible, right? That's something we've heard time and time again over these last couple of months. There's there's too many dots that connect. Um, the the sweeping under the rug of the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing yep. is bothersome. Um, you know, the, the ties to Russia, the ties to, uh, not Russia, I'm sorry, the Ukraine, the ties to China. It, there's a lot of stuff, dude. And I'm just, I, I, I just, I just sit here and I'm like, okay, Everybody on the left that I know, like, oh, that's that's a load of crap, dude. That's not real. That's not real. It's been debunked, man. Who yeah, debunked that's, it? That's what they say. Who debunked it? it? To me, to me, it can't be debunked until it goes through a court of law. You know what I'm saying? Like, it well, can't. Stuff doesn't even reach that level, though. I mean, we'll we'll see how this plays out with the election fraud stuff this next couple of weeks, but 
what what most, evidence? Most, what you, there's no evidence, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, most. This is how most things happen, though. Like all of the news media. That's why I said when we started off this podcast, like half of our friends are going about their right. day. Biden mm-hmm. is the president, and it's over. Like that is right. their reality that they're living in. They don't even right. know. Some of them don't even know that it's being questioned. Mm-hmm. That there is all of this stuff. I mean, if you're not watching Tim Pool and Stephen Crowder and whatever else, or, or right uh, OAN or whatever those new right-wing channels are. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call it a right-wing channel, but you know what I mean? Like on the right, like right news network or whatever. But if you're not... Let's call it an- anti-narrative. Let's just call it that. Sure. So if you're watching yeah. anything anti-narrative, you have no idea that this is even being contested right now. And maybe right. for some people listening to this podcast right now, this is the first they're even hearing that Trump may actually still be the president, not Biden. If all of this is proven, I I, I honestly I honestly think this is going to go to the Supreme Court and Trump is going to be named president, and then we're going to see the left lose it, dude, because the the media is this straight is up lying to exactly. Him. This is where it really I mean, as if it's a bad enough problem to begin with, but this is where it gets taken to a whole new level. Is this separation mm-hmm. of realities that we're living in? Because then right. they're going to feel like, wait a minute, you told us we want it. And we ha- we had it won, so mm-hmm. now they're gonna they're gonna spew the same continued narrative to them, which is basically we were right, we did win it, but Trump came along and stole it from us, and you right. know that's how they will frame it. Right? You know, they won't talk about the Constitution. They won't talk about how they've just been going through the natural legal process and of of uh, what is it uh, validate certifying the votes in all the states. Yeah. They won't report on what has been happening all of these weeks right Instead, and so it's gonna hit it's gonna hit them out of left field yeah. and they're gonna be in in shock yeah. they're gonna be like trump stole this yeah. and i'm like no 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 biden stole it and trump went through the legal process to prove that biden stole it right that's what happened and but you guys know nothing about it right. because you only listen to left-leaning media right Right. And and my whole my whole thing, like, uh, you know, I created a TikTok post that essentially said who was in control of the media during during the Holocaust? The Nazis were right. Mm-hmm. And to this point, have perfected propaganda and control. It's all like a big CIA op. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's uh, Project Mockingbird on steroids. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I just can't even believe like every like we can you and I can predict what the media we hear a story and we can predict what, how the left-leaning media is going to oh yeah, frame. yeah 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 it's it's ridiculous i mean it, i i i just sit here and i'm like i cannot believe that we live in this world like how can this many people be lied to not know that they're being lied to and and just accept it i just don't understand it well one way I put and, it, but 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 Trump supporters are the ones that are brainwashed. That's what's funny to me, right? Like, oh, I'm 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 a cult member because I I believe that this guy is actually legit and and you know he's 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 fighting the good fight, right? You know he's got a checkered past. So does everybody that I've ever met in my entire life. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he's not this evil person that the left has made him be, made yeah. him out to be. Yeah. I mean, well, I was about to say is like, even if you take Trump out of this, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's face mm-hmm. it, I've been saying this a lot lately is that people have lost their minds and it's right. because they are infected with the virus. 
And I'm not talking about coronavirus. I'm talking about Trump derangement syndrome. Right, right. This, this is the true virus that there is no cure for. There is no mm -hmm. vaccine for Trump derangement Appar syndrome. Apparently not, man. We tried. I yeah. tried. I tried to wake people up to yeah. it. Like, look. Yeah. No, no, no. It, I'm, it, I'm fully yeah. convinced. There is no cure for Trump derangement syndrome. So, mm -hmm. so establishing that first, I take a step back and I think, how did we get here? How, mm -hmm. how did this Trump derangement syndrome come to be so strong, right? And, uh -huh. and incurable. And I think back to like, okay, let's go back to 2015. Right. Nobody, nobody had Trump derangement syndrome. There right. was no, people either, you know, oh uh, yeah, he's a, he's a pompous guy, whatever, or, you know, the apprentice or, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, or, oh, he'll uh, never, he'll never win the election. Never. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. a joke or just like, oh yeah, he's a pompous guy or eh, whatever. He's funky hair or whatever. Like the, but it didn't elicit strong emotions one way or another. It's just like, yeah, Trump, he's a celebrity. He's a business guy. He's out there. That was right. 2015 and every minute before that in all of our lives. Right. And you can go look at Oprah having him on his show, her show and all of these mm -hmm. other interviews he did. The press treated him with respect and they, they loved him. And look at the faces of the people in Oprah's audience, men and women. When Trump mm -hmm. is talking... They're nodding mm -hmm. their heads. They're smiling. They're like, wow, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. this Trump guy, man, I really wish he would run for office. Like, he just seems really, really, you know, he just seems to love this country. And You've said, though, that if you did run for president, you believe you'd win. Well, I don't know. I think I'd win. I tell you what, I wouldn't go in to lose. I've never gone in to lose in my <laughs> life. That's how Trump was seen and perceived. Mm -hmm. Right. Up until 2016, when he's running for mm -hmm. president against Hillary Clinton. Now, obviously, with every political election, the opponent's always going to raise raise dirt and you know try to slander the other opponent. But right. I I look at the media here, and mm -hmm. and the example that we're we're just talking about about how if Trump ends up as our president for four more years, the left will explode. You and I are sitting here. We see it for what it is. We know this. If that ends up being the outcome, we know this will happen. Mm -hmm. But the reason for it is not because Trump stole this or that. It's like the reason it's like they're not being educated in terms of the how an election process actually works. They have right. no clue about the constitutional process, about American history, about the 50 states, about the certifications, about the Electoral College. They're uneducated about all of these things. They just think, oh, but I, I tune on the TV no, on, some, I, on election it, night and CNN tells me who's the winner at the end of the night. That's how, as, that's all as, people, as, that's as all devil's advocate know. though, as devil's advocate though, there are some people on the left that do understand how it works. They just don't believe that Trump won. And so they're like, ah, oh, yeah, well, the media announced it and it'll all be certified and Biden will be president. They know how the, the, the process works. They do. But- Okay. Okay. Fine. But, a lot, of them, I would a say lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. A but, lot of them. But don't. of the ones yeah. who even do, that's not even my main point. The main point right. is, fine. Even on the right, a lot of people are just un uneducated about the political process. Even I, I didn't know about all this stuff because usually every election, the winners mm -hmm. determine the night of the election. We all go to bed. Right. We wake up. We know who won, and we move on with our lives. That's mm -hmm. the way it's always been. So I get it. I'm right. not. I'm not a poli sci major, and I'm not in government. Also, but. Because of the very strange occurrences that night of the election, 
where we all go to bed and all of a sudden these mm-hmm. votes spike up for Biden and all of a sudden he goes from losing big to winning. And then they started investigating and then we're like, okay, well, what is the process for investigation of all this stuff? And that's when I start learning about, oh, okay, the recounts and how if there's a certain margin, it's and there's an automatic recount, like all of these mm-hmm. things that I didn't know about, I'm starting to learn about. But like right. I said, we're on this side over here that's aware of these things happening to some degree. Others, because, more, others more than others. Yeah. And then on the other side, they're not, they're like yeah. in a completely different universe. They don't even know that this is happening. So right. I, I blame the, the same going back to the Trump derangement syndrome thing. I blame mm-hmm. it on the media exclusively right. because they have created this monster that is Trump. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. and I both know he's got his, his, you know, skeletons in his closet and he's, he's said a lot of inappropriate bad things. And, you know, we know he's not perfect like, like anybody, but he's not the demonic evil Hitler overlord that the media has portrayed him to be. He is so, not a fascist. He is, he yeah. is not, he said, he yeah, is right. not the he's, next Hitler. He's had plenty of opportunity to be a fascist and we look at what he's done to handle. Yeah. He's left it up to the States to decide, which is what the president should do. Yeah, he could have. He could have. He could have tried to circumvent the Constitution. the The thing about the whole thing is he has always followed the Constitution. That's what tells me that he's for America. Like the only thing he he how much stuff did he get done while he did not have control of the House, right? They only had control of the Senate, so they were able to do some things because they had control of the Senate. But at the same time. He could not get anything through the House, period. But through executive order, he was able to do a lot of a great, a lot of great many things. And like my friends on the left, like, what did he do that was so great? I'm like, first off, if if you if you want to know, me telling you is not going to to open your eyes to it. You have to research it yourself. That's the one big thing, right? Is I was in the middle before this election. I didn't know. Anything about Biden? I didn't know anything about Trump. Actually, I kind of didn't like Trump yeah, because I, I was believing. Like yeah. I was, I was, yeah, I was believing the left-leaning media, yeah. and so, and so, I at, at some point, I, I, I want to say it was uh, when he was talking about uh, injecting chlorine or something into into <laughs> your veins. <laughs> right. I, I watched that whole press conference live when it happened, and then on the left-leaning media, they started talking about. Oh, he's talking about putting bleach in in, in your in your veins, or drinking something. bleach like, and all this stuff. Yeah, like something to that that degree. I'm like, he did not say that. Yeah. Like, watch the press conference, and then and then it got me questioning. Like, well, if they're lying about that, what else are they lying what, about? Yeah, what else were they lying about? So then I went back to the the Charlottesville, uh, yep. good people on both sides thing, and and like literally the the statement right before that, he said he condemned. The white nationalists and white supremacists, and he said, but there were b- good people on both sides, and people people lost their minds about that, right? Yep. And then I went back, and and you know my my left leaning friends were saying he makes fun of handicapped people, and I went back and I looked at that, and I was like, yeah, he did kind of make a, a gesture that looked like he was making fun of handicapped people, but then I saw a bunch of other video clips where he was making fun of, I think it was uh, another presidential uh, candidate that was uh, a Republican that he was running against, uh, I think it was Ted Cruz. He was he was making fun of Ted Cruz, and he was doing the same thing, same gestures, right? Same same gestures. It was just his way of mocking somebody. Yeah. He was, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And 
showing that the the guy was flustered or whatever Mm -hmm. and so i was just like and i I think there's like a like a handful like three or four other examples of him making the same gestures when when the when the person that he was uh, mocking was not mentally handicapped you know what i mean so i'm just like "Eh, okay that's debunked too all right and then um it's just a bunch of things and then i said okay okay let me go look to see what policies he's put forth. Because honestly, I heard about the tax, the tax cuts, and I honestly didn't believe that I, I, I made more money because of the tax cuts. But if I, I go back and I look at the paychecks, I, I was working in a job where I had to pay taxes. I was like a 1099, so it's, it, it didn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? But it did affect my wife. So I look at her paychecks, and no, she actually got more money per paycheck when the tax cuts hit mm. and I, like, Oh, okay. That's, we had more money in our pocket. Yeah, we didn't something get tangible, right? Right. We didn't get more money as a refund. We got just about the same refund that we normally get, but she had more money in, in her paycheck. So that, that equaled out. Plus there was a, a, an extra credit for our child, you know, or our children or whatever it, that, that increased. And so, so I was like, okay, well, yeah, that tax cut hit. And then, you know, I, I, I noticed that my health insurance bill went down for the first time since Obama. And I'm just like, okay, you know, so he did some things with, with the affordable care act that saved me money. And I'm like, so I'm just, I'm just starting to thinking, how does this affect me and my, my family and in my life? And, you know, the left right now would say, Oh, you're being selfish. It's, mm. it's, Oh, it's all about you and right. your family. And, and right. yeah, yeah, you're right. It is all about me and my family. That allows me to be in a position to help other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, Oh, we have more now. So now I'm in a position where I don't have to scrape every nickel in order to survive. I have more nickels and I can give a nickel to somebody else. Yeah. Or, you know, I have more time so I can go give my time at, uh, and, 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 and give and serve some other people, whatever it's, it gives me the option where before it was just like, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to, rub two nickels together and make a dollar. It was, it was tough sometimes. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I look at it and, and we have more money in the bank now since Trump has been in office than we've had in our entire marriage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm like, what, what does not correlate here? Mm-hmm. And I say, he's been great for the economy. You know, I work in a job where, you know, I look at the markets and I deal with clients that have money in the market and the markets have done really good under him. I'm like, so all signs point to he's doing a great job. Why is he this demonic person that the left is is telling me he's so terrible and it just doesn't make any sense? And so, you know, I and, and then I, I decided, let me let me go down the Joe Biden rabbit hole and see what he's all about. <laughs> you know, and I look at his political re- career and it looks terrible. Like a lot of the things that he put in place were detrimental to the black community. Yep. Um, 94 you know, bill. Yep. Yep. And he, he and Obama put the affordable care act in, which essentially tripled my health insurance premiums. And, you know, I actually went a couple of years without health insurance, just me, my family had it because we could not afford it. It was not affordable. Mm. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. It's kind of I, funny. Kind of funny the names of things, but it doesn't correspond with reality. Like, like what? Oh, is, like Black Lives Matter. Well, Black Lives Matter. What is patriotic about the Patriot Act? Like, please, taking right. away our civil liberties. You know, um, right? And the Affordable Care Act that makes your health care unaffordable. 
Right. Well, I mean, originally when I heard about the Affordable Care Act, I was all for it. Yeah, right. Me too. Because, it sounded great. Because because I looked at it, I'm like, oh, you mean everybody can get health insurance? That's great. That'd be more people paying into the system. That means my health insurance premium will go down. That's why they're calling it the Affordable Care Act. Oh, you get to keep your doctor. Yeah, I did get to keep my doctor, but I did not get to keep my plan. That was promised, right? In order to keep my plan, I had to pay triple the premium. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, because uh, uh, I had like a, a gold plan, what would, what would be considered a gold plan back then. I had a thousand dollar deductible. It was, a, you know, very inexpensive. And when the Affordable Care Act hit, they entered the, they uh, introduced the metals. You, you, you had your bronze, you had your silver, you had your gold, right? Mm-hmm. And then they had platinum. Now that gold plan or that plan that I had back then would be considered platinum, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, you know, like, hmm. and Guess what? I have a gold plan right now. has a $1,000 deductible, and I'm paying less, and I'm older. So if I was, what, 10 years ago, I had th- this plan, it would be way cheaper than what I had be- even before. Then, it w- yeah. then I would have been happy. So you know, I, I gauge it on what's actually really happening. But you, you, know, you, see, have, you see, like the more that you say right now, the problem is, is that most people don't dig in to find out the nitty gritty of the reality of the situation. It's just, what are the optics? People go with that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you tune in, to, right. you, you, you just worked your day, your job. I don't care if you're left or right. You're tired. You get home, you're fixed dinner. You're sitting there and you turn on ABC news and they tell you, dun, 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 dun. Trump says there are, Good people on both sides. He is. He mm-hmm. doesn't condemn white national uh, white supremacists. Dun, 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 in the headlines, right? And you're like, fuck this guy, fuck Trump. <laughs> like, you. That's it. And you you watch right. the news. You turn it off. You uh, you go to bed. You, you you start your day tomorrow. And you talk with your friends at work. Like, God, that Trump. He's such an asshole, right? And like, right. That's how it goes. And it just compounds and compounds week after month after year and i'm yeah. like no wonder these people hate trump so much yeah and i wasn't i wasn't on twitter like at all so all i would ever hear about his tweets is from the left-leaning media you know mm-hmm. and of course some some of his tweets yeah his his tweets are problematic in my mind like <laughs> yeah. you know it's like it's like man like today today he bashed the uh, the governor of maryland uh, cause he bought a bunch of faulty COVID-19 tests from Korea. Right. And, you know, he just like, he's bashing them. And like right now, uh, the conservatives in the state of Maryland are not happy with him because he's are not happy doing, with Trump or with happy with, no, uh, with, 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 the, with Hogan, governor Hogan from Maryland, mm-hmm. because he, uh, he's imposing lockdowns. He's no, well, it's not just lockdowns. He's just being, he just increased the, the strictness of the guidelines when it comes to COVID. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is like, if the deaths correlated with, with the rise in cases, I could see, you know, increasing the need for restrictions. I get that. But I'm, I, in my opinion, I'm not seeing the deaths correlate. Um, You know, especially when the flu just magically disappears, you know, these people in my mind, they could be dying of the flu, but they're, they're being tested with some, I guess, faulty kits or, or whatever, or they could be, testing false negative are they even being tested for the flu i don't know you know what i'm saying like there's a bunch of stuff we do not know and we're just being being sold a bill of goods so right and you heard about elon musk the other day right he took like four tests he was tested in the same day 
Two of them were positive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two of them were negative. Right. Yep. I'm like, clearly there's something going on with this testing and the numbers. Like it's, if, if anything, like if you look at the election fraud, right. And these numbers, mm -hmm. these 6,000 votes here and they find 5,000 votes in Georgia. And then like in a moment, 6,000 votes for Trump were just immediately 6,000 votes for Biden. Right. If they can flip numbers like that with the software and all that stuff so quickly and to the point where people don't even notice mm -hmm. if there wasn't this robust investigation, Mm -hmm. Like it's the people who are, it's their job to pay attention to it. Those are the people that have noticed these things, but for right. the rest of us, we're just tuning in on election night and watching mm -hmm. and we just watch the numbers and we're like, Oh, okay. I guess he lost that state. Oh, okay. Well, he won this state. That's it. And we go to bed, we go, to, you know, so, but you see what I'm getting at here is like, if the numbers can just be flipped around like that. And when we're talking well, about, I mean, we go to bed and he has like a 5% lead in the state and we wake up in the morning and he's losing the state. Right. That does not make sense, especially when there was a drop of 138,000 votes, 100% for Biden. Right. It makes no sense whatsoever. Right. And then you and then you have like Republicans that actually won won their elections and Trump didn't. That doesn't make sense because usually – if a person votes Republican, they're going to vote the entire ticket Republican. Right. A major a majority of the time. Right. You know, and and apparently you know, a lot of those ballots for Biden, they <coughs> yeah, were just, just Biden votes. They weren't votes for any of the Democrats on the on the ticket. Right. Or the ballot either. Which is an argument I had with one of my left leading friends. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, you know, we we totally won, and you know, Biden Biden got all these votes. I'm like, well. Why didn't this this happen for the 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 Senate races and the House races? Right. If you're a Democrat and you want to vote yeah. for Biden, why wouldn't you and also I, vote and for I the said, Congress people? And I said also on the it, seem, it seems a little stupid that they they would just only vote for president. And, you know, if you know, if they were if they were if fraud exists, that was stupid of them because <laughs> they were just lazy about it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm just like if they were smart, they would have voted for the de Democrats, too. Yeah. But but my point of bringing that up was uh, if the numbers on the election can just be so quickly just altered and changed, what mm -hmm. about COVID? You know? Oh yeah. When there's well, I mean, countless examples. My, I mean, obviously it's uh, circumstantial or uh, what's the word? Uh, when it's somebody not, telling a story, it's uh, anecdotal. Anecdotal. So yeah, yeah. yes, it's anecdotal with Elon Musk, but you know it's still what it is. You know. Mm -hmm. If you take a test and you're positive, you take it again and you're negative. It's like, what the hell is really going on here? And well, I mean, it, also if there the, is that the much of a chance, too. if there's that much it, of a chance for false positives, which from what I've been reading and seeing, there's a lot of false positives out there. Then we have to take a pause and be like, we need to get the testing right in order to get mm -hmm. accurate data because it's the data, it's these positive test cases that's literally affecting people's lives in terms of whether you can. Go yeah, to, decisions job, are deci decisions are made based on the data that's right. being presented. Right. Yeah. Just like elections are the winner is no, determined not, by dude, the election results. Like I, the I I heard of the numbers, the data. I heard I heard that the actual infection rate, or not infection rate, but the actual infection numbers is way higher than what has been tested. Like it should be like maybe seventy million people have actually gotten COVID. And have recovered from it, you know. Maybe they're asymptomatic, based upon, uh, I guess, antibody tests, and mm -hmm. like they're able to scale it up or to some to some degree. Where where if you take that that infection rate 
and 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 you look at the death rate, it it drives the actual survival rate even lower. I mean, even higher. So you can survive maybe 99.9999, you know, who knows? Right. So it, it's, it's, the I whole think, thing is, I think that would be good because it would show cases are actually higher than we thought, but the right. good thing would be, Oh, everybody's getting low. it. Well, yeah, exactly. Deaths are low, but also it's kind of like, maybe it could start to register in people's minds the way I think it's starting to register in your mind, in my mind, mm-hmm. which is that this is not going away. Like we can lock down for another three months. We're going to open up. Guess what? COVID's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. You know? No, I I said that. I said that in that post with your friend. I was like, I think COVID's going to be with us the rest of our lives. Right. Right. Just like the flu is with us every year and every year. What was it the other year on a really bad year, 2018 or 2016? It was like 60,000, 60, 70,000 people died of the flu. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a single shutdown. Didn't close a single school. Everybody went about life like normal. Right. And, and yet here we and, are. And and you look you look at what's going on right now. Like if the flu didn't magically disappear and there were still flu deaths, I would I would I would take more pause in looking at the covid numbers. But flu just magically disappearing is right. weird to me. Like okay, yeah. there's it's no not, flu now. Yeah, it's not weird. It's just it's, it ma- it's no, silly. it makes me it's think nonsensical. it makes me think that you're you're diagnosing flu deaths as right. covid. Right, that, of course. Or, or flu infections, whatever. And I'm just like, I mean, the, the whole thing is, oh, yeah, back to science. Well, give us credible data, please. Don't flip-flop, you know, and, and freaking Fauci flip-flopping on the masks wasn't helpful. Yep. And then everyone's like, oh, you, Trump needs to follow the science. It's his fault that we've gotten here. No, he was listening to Fauci, mm-hmm. your boy Fauci. The Democrats love Fauci. He's <laughs> listening to your boy. And and I'm I, it just... It's just frustrating. I'm not saying that that you know this is not a terrible thing. It's it's not you know that a bunch of people didn't die of it, but at the same time, a bunch of people had pre-existing conditions that were you know the pre-existing conditions may have killed them, and then they happened to have COVID too. And then you hear uh, people testing positive who didn't even take the test. Like I heard what yesterday, a guy got a letter that said that his mom tested positive for COVID-19 and she's been dead for three years. What? That's yes. Like, dude, I'm just like, it's, it's these sorts of did, things. That did you she hear. also, did she also vote for Biden? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start our own Crowder show. Watch. <laughs> Sure, let's no. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean, it's it's it, it's just it's just that when the information that's coming in is coming and it it contradicts itself to the point where it gets to be ridiculous that you have to start questioning like what is really happening. Yeah. And who do you who do you get the real answers from? Right. The left will tell you, oh, you go to these doctors and like, okay, all right. Well, what about these doctors? Right. Oh no, no, those those doctors—they—they they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, right. That's literally like, no. exactly how it's played out the entire year. I've listened yeah. to doctors and scientists. I've literally listened to Nobel Prize-winning scientists and epidemiologists mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. I listen, but they're to not them. the majority. They're not yeah. the majority. Yeah. That's the problem. Again, they're anti—they're. I don't want to say anti-narrative. What you said earlier, but it's—it's it's not even anti-narrative. It's just not in line with the narrative. Right. You know, 
And that's which is which literally means anti-narrative, but okay. <laughs> well, anti it's just like against the narrative. It's like you can just be kind of like, well, no, it's, it's you not- begin to think there's an agenda going on here. You know what I'm saying? There's there's something going on. And then the the Schwab guy from the World Economic Forum literally has a book that says COVID nine. It's called the title of it is COVID nineteen and the Great Reset. That is the name of his book. I mean, I, you can't make this stuff up, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's like it's out there. You right. you don't believe me? Look up COVID nineteen and the Great Reset. You're gonna you're gonna see it's written by I can't Klaus Klaus Schwab is his name. Hmm. Again, I am not feeling suicidal. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I am not going to harm myself. But well, go, just, like going back to the the experts and the, the the thing about like the doctors and the experts. Like, I designed a shirt the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like. It said, trust the experts. And I scratched mm-hmm. out the word the, and I wrote some. So it's mm-hmm. like, trust some experts, you know? Right. Because this is the thing, and I've said it before. It's like, look, you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but in general, I tend to be like, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. Yeah. If you want to get at the truth, follow the money. I mean, this is how crimes are investigated. Who had motive? Right. Oh, Dude. this woman is dead. Oh, right. well, the husband is a suspect. Oh, because he just took out a life insurance policy on her like a week earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow the money. It's not Who has something science. to gain? Yeah. Who has something to gain? Yeah. And, like and Bezos like, owning the, Washington Post. The funny Post. thing is the, the, Davos, the Davos screenshot or the, the background wallpaper, it says the Great Reset. It has the UN symbol on one side. What does it say on the other side? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like it's like plain, plain in front of your face. It's right there. Yeah. And and then you have freaking is, Bill Gates. Is, isn't it also funny if you track <laughs> Bill Gates's net worth mm-hmm. for all of the quote unquote philanthropic work he's done in the last several years? Why mm-hmm. would his net worth be growing and growing and growing? Right. If he's, if he's giving all so his money away. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Does what? In what world does that make any sense? Oh, maybe creating viruses and coming up with that or and funding the vaccine. And and don't even get me started on hydroxychloroquine, dude. Like, I, I can't even believe I'm having these, this conversation publicly right now. This is ridiculous. Like, we, we've had these conversations privately, but but yeah. the idea, okay, that the, a hydroxychloroquine was with uh, zinc and zithromath or, or z- yeah, zithromycin or whatever. Zithromycin. Yeah, the combination of that was was very promising early on in the pandemic. We didn't know nothing. And that and remdesivir, right? So uh, the remdesivir treatment, I believe, is between three and $6,000, maybe somewhere in the $5,000, $4,000, $5,000 ballpark, right? The, the full treatment for uh, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and, and zithromycin, I think, was like $30. Yeah. And that so, was the one that was taken off the shelves in pharmacies and it oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there was there was a study right. that was done where they used four times the dose and that study has been retracted because the side effects of that four four times the dose was heart problems and and all this other stuff and it was retracted but the guidelines that that everyone was 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 under was because of that study 
And so when that when that study got retracted, why didn't it release HCQ for for use? Well, because Trump said something positive about hydrochloroquine. Right. Therefore, that mm-hmm. if Hitler said it, well, we must do the opposite of whatever he says. So right. that was right. he sealed the death certificate of hydrochloroquine when Trump said pro. It's just funny, well, man. The Trump derangement syndrome. It, and the, I almost sometimes dude, I think I think you and I have joked about it in the past. I wish he would go full reverse psychology and just mm-hmm. be like, everybody needs to wear masks. Everyone, please, you have to wear masks. If he just pounded that home for like a day, mm-hmm. I think we'd be mask free finally. Because no, because no. people would be like, Trump wants me to wear a mask. Fuck that. I'm not wearing Oh, you mean if, tr- if Trump if did that. If Trump yeah, came yeah, out yeah, and yeah. said everybody needs to wear a mask, I'm telling you all to wear a mask, and da-da-da-da-da, all of a sudden everybody on the left would be like, I don't want to wear a mask if Trump says wear a mask. And they'd stop oh, yeah, wearing that's, their that's mask. Just, that's, just, that's just like the vaccines are not safe because Trump had something to do with exactly, it, right? Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. pure, unadulterated Trump derangement syndrome at its finest. No, it, it's, if, it's, an, it's, an, it's anti-Trump. No yeah. matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And and like and Biden saying, what's he saying now? There's going to be at least 160,000 more deaths if if we don't get this transition taken care of. Like yeah, yeah right. Whatever. Guess what? Guess, now guess what? We're going to get this transition taken care of. And what are you guys going to tell the doctors to stop reporting it as COVID deaths? I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I, I at this point, I. I do not trust the Democratic Party as far as I can spit. Yeah. And I can spit pretty far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I was just debating whether we should get into the predictions for the for the upcoming. <sighs> well, there's two things I wanted to say. One, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about sort of philosophically and it's a little bit about term derangement syndrome but when i when i think about my friends mm-hmm. the thing that's kind of disturbing to me and I, I think this has been in a larger you know picture about the whole year not just politics but just when i when i look back on 2020 and i think mm-hmm. about this year for myself personally and what i've observed and what i've experienced and the friendships that I've evaluated, you know, like the perspectives that I've shared and that I've bounced off, you know, and debated with people about all these things. Mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of gained respect for a certain smaller subset of people. And I've lost a lot of respect for a large swath of people that I know. Right. And, and I put this out there because I was thinking about doing a poll and putting it on Facebook. But, you know, it's like I I can't really trust it, how people would answer the poll. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm just talking about it now, theoretically. But what I would really like to get to the the truth of the matter about this is I would love to do a poll or just have this question out there. Would you rather that there was election tampering and election fraud and votes were switched, but the net result is that Biden is president? Now, if I could put that question out there honestly to my friends on the left, and if they could somehow in a vacuum give me an actual honest answer, the thing that disturbs me is I think honestly a lot of them would probably say, I'm cool with that. 
Yeah, I mean, you heard the best friend of Tara, was it Tara Reid? Oh, yeah, right. The, the woman, accuser of Biden yep. who said, who said, I know that this man raped my my best friend, but I, I hate Trump so much, I'm going to vote for Biden. Yeah. And right. I just, That's when exactly I heard that, dude, talking about. I, I just could not believe it. I'm like, you know that this man raped your best friend and you're going to vote you're going to vote for him and she said yeah because she hates trump so bad and i'm like wow you but you don't hate the man that raped your best friend was it rape or was it like sexual assault uh, whatever it was it was it was something to yeah. uh, you know something to that effect yeah. and and i'm just like and, and and that's the whole thing the the hypocrisy about you know they're they're always calling Trump a racist but they ignore Biden's racism you know yeah. if you if you don't vote for me then you're not black you know uh him voting to keep uh colleges segregated him him introducing in in writing the 1994 crime bill none of that matters to any of them you know the fact that the 1994 crime bill incarcerated more black people in the history of our country Aside from obviously slavery, right? I mean, that was a way to create slavery is gone. Now they're slaves to the system through incarceration. Yeah, that that was another way to enslave black people, and and people still voted for him. I I I, I can't believe it. And he was asked, like I guess there was another congressperson that that co-authored the bill or that had a part in voting for it, who who was asked, you know, do you feel bad that you did this? And, and the other congressperson said, yeah, I'm, it was a mistake. And then they asked Biden the same question. He goes, no, I'm very proud of that bill. And I'm just like, wow. The fact that he was, yeah. The fact that he, he, he looked up to, uh, Senator Byrd. Right. KKK member. Right. Yeah. Like the, one of the highly of him at his funeral. Right. Exactly. Imagine if Trump spoke highly of a KKK official yeah. at his at his funeral right. right imagine yep but biden did that yeah the right. hypocrisy yeah the double standards is, oh my god yeah. i just i just don't understand it I, I i'm like are you guys are you guys seeing the same stuff that we're seeing you've got to be seeing this and no they hate trump so bad they can't they, they yeah. can't these are examples that we give where it's like no they see it and they don't care right and and that's where I, I start when I talked earlier about losing respect for people. I, I start to feel like, so you'd rather cheat and not have a legitimate president just in order to get Trump out because you hate him that much. But that, see, this is where like, and I've said this in a previous podcast episode where I'm like, it's not that I, I don't want to put all my faith in Trump because I know Trump mm-hmm. is like a guy. Right. I, I, I have limited amount of faith in Trump. For me, this isn't about Trump. This is about my life. This is about the American way of life. Mm -hmm. This is about freedom. This is Mm -hmm. about uh, individuality and the right to basically live my life the way I want to. And not just me, but for every American to be able to live their life freely. That's what this is about. Not about Trump. But if I happen to think that Trump is the better candidate for for America in that sense, then that's my right to vote for him. And and, and at at least these four years, right? Yeah. And and that's the right of every other 70 million American to write. It's like somehow we've gone so far off the rails that it is wrong 
for right. you to vote for Trump. It's, right. it's literally wrong. That's how people look at it. Not, right. oh, okay, well, I wish you would have voted for my guy, but okay, you voted for that guy. Okay, all right, because that's the way it's always been. Right. But now, with TDS, just so far, it's just like, no, if you voted for Trump, you are a white supremacist, bigot, homophobe, uh, misogynistic, uh, whatever other adjectives you, and labels you can throw in there. You're all of that yep. deplorable. The, yeah, the guy that helped all of those communities. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's And the he's fact that. that he got more of the black Dude. and Latino vote than any Republican candidate has ever gotten in American history. Ever. Yeah. You know? we'll, we'll wait until they find out that they did it to Bernie. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason Bernie Sanders wasn't the candidate was because they cheated. I well, mean, yeah, they that knew was, that. That was awaited back in Hillary versus Bernie back then. Right. They did it. Th they did it this time too. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I mean, even Elizabeth Warren questioned these Dominion uh, voting machines. Like, Before like this two, election. Yeah, like two, three years ago, something like that. I can't remember. Mm. Like, she's on record for questioning the, their legitimacy. And my whole thing is like, why, why with these, these Dominion voting systems, right? Are, is Dominion, first off, it's a Canadian co uh, company, right? <laughs> and then uh, supposedly, who knows, that they, they were created so that uh, Hugo Chavez in Venezuela wouldn't ever lose an election. And, you know, China is somehow heavily involved with it. Like, it, it, it all seems very far-fetched. Don't, don't get me wrong. But if it's provable and, you know, there there's also what one of their executives was was on a Zoom call and he said, don't worry, Trump won't win. I made sure I made effing sure of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how is how how could he say that? What does that even mean? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how, how did he make sure that Trump right. won't win prior it's, to it's, the election? It's the same thing I said in my last episode about the state attorney general in Pennsylvania, how mm -hmm. before the election started, right? he already he changed the rules. He, no, no, no. He tweeted. I don't know what he might've done that too, but he tweeted and said, mm -hmm. Donald Trump will not win Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to declare the winner before I've even gone to vote yet? Like the, right. right. How, how can you make that kind of statement? Right. You know, you could say, well, I believe that Trump will not win. I believe the American people will come out and vote for Biden in the state of Pennsylvania. Fine. Say that. I mean, you, right. even that he shouldn't say if he's trying to be at least somewhat partisan, but he's clearly a Democrat, whatever. But, uh, you know, there's nothing right. unethical. It's just kind of like, OK, all right, you, you, you know, you're showing your side representing. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But to come out and say, no, Donald Trump will not win Pennsylvania. Right. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. It's like they're showing their their, their hand. It's, it's like yeah. it's like they're so bold and they're cheating or whatever that they they think that they're going to get away with it. I don't know. I, I right. have no idea. And why was oh, Hillary but, Clinton you know, in that interview like earlier this year? Why was she so adamant that about him not conceding? Biden yeah. should not concede the night of like, right. whoever has said that ever. Right. Like, how do you know it's even going to be close? Like, well, how do you what know? I love, dude, what I love is after he was declared the winner. Right. They're like, oh, just accept it. Take the L. 
and I'm like thinking to myself, you guys didn't take the L from 2016. Right. The day the day after he was sworn in, the day after he was inaugurated is when they started the freaking Russian collusion uh, uh, impeachment stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it was the day after they wanted. So essentially day one of his presidency, he has been under attack. Right. And so, so I look at it and, and, and it goes back to what we're talking about though, the double standards, the hypocrisy, right, right. like they're just, but, but here, but here's the thing when the left media spins his, his hatred or his anger in, in a certain light, you look at it through those glasses. Right. But then when you go back and you find out the truth, you say, no, he's fighting for himself. You know what I'm saying? He's under attack and he's fighting back. And, I found a new, a, a new, I had a newfound respect for him because I was like, I was like, wow, all this time I thought he was just being a, a, a hateful person, but no, he's been under attack. When, right. when he used to say fake news, I'd be like, what is he talking about? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, oh, wow. No, I get it. Yeah. You know, because they have spun him to be like, everyone keeps on saying he's the worst human being that has ever lived. Like, yeah. I, somebody told me that yesterday, and I was like, "What? That's ever lived? Really? Right. Attila the Hun? You right. know what I'm saying? Like Hitler. Stalin? He, he's literally worse yeah, than yeah. Hitler, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? And then they say, "Oh, he's the worst president. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, um, he's gonna actually go down, in my opinion, as one of the best presidents. It's and it the, the weird thing is, is because we're so divided and the other side is is so far off the rails at this point. They'll never see that. And he's done so many good things. And then he's like, well, what, what about the environment, man? And him wanting to drill for, for oil. I'm like, well, that lowered the cost of, of fossil fuels for all of us in our country. We're not, we're no longer dependent on foreign oil. We're not sending all of our money to the Middle East anymore. We're keeping our money in the country. And guess what? I bet you didn't know he opened up a, 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 a what? I want to say 500 million acres of of wildlife as as uh as national preserve nobody knows that that sounds yeah. pretty pro-environment for him to do that oh wow apparently he doesn't do anything good but but they don't know anything about that because the media never covered it yeah i didn't know the, about that yeah well the media never covered anything good that he's done yeah and and that's a problem because when you're only getting one side, one side, one side, and it's all negative, all negative, all negative, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to start thinking negatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah, that's like what the point I was making earlier about that is where that's how we got to where we are today. While you, yeah. while your friend said he is the worst human being to ever live, or whatever, like right. that's that's the end result. Mm-hmm. And and people start throwing out their principles and honesty and like good, decent, normal people. I know like that mm-hmm. when I, when I pose that hypothetical poll that I was mentioning, like, so you would rather lie and cheat and steal that, that that's what you're saying. You're telling me you would rather do that than lose honestly. Right. And I, well, the, the thing that I they don't like, understand is if, if they do feel that way, yeah okay yeah every election going forward is now ruined right every one of them because you allowed cheating right you're okay with cheating right so why why essentially it's it's 
if this if this stands, it's the end of our democracy, dude. It's the end of it's yeah. the end of our republic. I mean, okay, so let's let's transition there into what do we think for the next four years? Let's let's break it down in terms first in terms of if we have Biden, and then also if we have Trump. Right. How do you think things will play out? I think if if Biden is in fact the going to be president and he is president we will slowly see our freedoms eroded i i think that the government will get larger and i think that uh the the pandemic and the new shutdown will crush the american dollar and it will make way for a digital currency to replace it and it will be controlled out of the un that's what i believe and that will create the one world government yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, I think um there's variations of that, but I think that is the general trend. Mm-hmm. That, that is what will happen. It'll basically right. be the um I don't want to say the destruction of America, but and America will basically be brought to its knees mm-hmm. and we will be in dire straits financially, economically um and whether it's Bill Gates's you know, WHO. Oh, oh I didn't talk about vaccine the vaccine coming in. Yeah. Whatever it is, the IMF, like they're going to come in and basically save the day and mm-hmm. bail out America and essentially own America. And right. they'll own the world. They'll own the, they will, every country they, in they, this way. They will tax us to the point that we, we won't be able to live a good life. Right. And we'll, there will be no dissent. I mean, yep. you already, I don't know if, I guess people on the left can't feel this because they're basically saying whatever they want as badly as they want to say it about Trump and they never get censored. So they don't experience it. But for people on the right or even centrist people like myself, like I'm getting censored left and right Mm -hmm. and it fucking sucks. Like you just open your mouth up to say something. It's like, I don't know if you've ever had that, but I've had dreams before where 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 your mouth is taped shut. No, no, no. No, I'm, not necessarily, but I'm in the dream and I'm talking, but there's no sound coming out. Like I'm, I'm on mute. Oh, like I yeah. can't, nobody, I'm not, I can't speak. I'm trying to, but I, I can't speak. And I've had dreams like that throughout my life here and there, but that's what it's like being censored. It's incredibly frustrating and demoralizing. And it right. makes you feel like completely powerless, completely voiceless. Like mm-hmm. you have no, like kind of like your opinion doesn't matter. It can't matter because if nobody can even right. hear your opinion, you may as well not even have an opinion. And then you start right. turning inward and you're like, uh, well, okay, I guess I just won't say anything because the only reason why a human being opens up their mouth and says anything is because there'll be somebody else listening to that person. Right. You know, most speech among humans is not speech by oneself to oneself it's speech right. it, from one person to another person but if there's no person mm-hmm. on the other end of the line of the phone call or on the internet or face to face which is the case in 2020 i'm literally i have no people around me in person so it has to be online or phone so then it's kind of like well why would i even open up my mouth and say anything because it's pointless and then when it becomes pointless to say anything then you start going deeper and deeper with this and it's like well what's the point to doing anything 
or, right. or living. You know? Right. And, and, and you, you saw my post, right. On that other platform, you know, where it, it essentially says that the left is actually the empire and they believe that they're the resistance right now. And they're not <laughs> right. Like, like the, the resistance the concern- doesn't have control of every facet of society with exactly the, the media, entertainment, Hollywood, education, ac- academia. They are the empire. Yeah. And they, they, they believe, or they've been told a bunch of lies to make them believe that they are the resistance and they're not the resistance. Yeah. Like that's, that's what, that's what's so sad about it is like, you know, and, and, and you said, Oh, I had to reevaluate. I lost a lot of respect for a bunch of my friends. I, I didn't lost respect. I feel sorry for them is, is where I'm at. I'm yeah, like, I, I feel I, some I wish of that. I, w- I feel some of that. I, I feel like they're, they've been victimized. You know what yeah, I mean? They I are somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not necessarily their fault because 24 seven, they're being fed information. I think that's the, just the wrong. thing that's frustrating though, is they don't act like innocent victims. They, they, they're right. the ones shaming me and you right. for right. our views and calling well, us that's, white that's, supremacists. That's where, and, that's where you have to be, try to be loving, which is sometimes very hard. And, you know, like I, I tried to get in a, a bunch of debates about all of this on Facebook prior to the election. And I just kind of sort of gave up. I'm like, I'm trying to wake you guys up here, you know, and I try to do it cordially. I tried to have, you know, uh, conversations that didn't get where uh, you didn't become argumentative and hominid or whatever, um, where I would attack the person. I even I even didn't bash Biden when there was plenty to bash you know i was just trying to talk about the positive points and you know i'm just trying to make them aware that hey you're being lied to by showing you the actual truth and it didn't work you know all i did all i did was get flack and i'm just like you know uh i guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this and and I, i just left it at that and you know i just i just had to stop i i couldn't devout that much time to it anymore because it was just i got i got a life to live you know what i mean i I tried i tried i gave it the good old college try to to try to wake you up man and and people were unwilling to listen so you know i you know I, I, i just feel bad i just feel bad that you know i wasn't able to reach people i thought you know my I thought my opinion mattered. Maybe I was just thinking too highly of myself. I don't know. Well, it shouldn't even really be about you, though, or your opinion. It should be about the truth. Right. But at the same time, I thought that people looked at me as a voice of reason. And apparently I I misjudged that. (laughs) You're just a partisan hack, Brian. At this point, yeah, I guess. You know. You know, I've I've always been pretty pretty middle of the road, and I've always tried to be the the peacekeeper and the mediator, and I, I I try to be that guy. You know what I mean? And try to show people love and kindness and and that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden, if if I'm talking, hey guys, you need to be awake to this. You guys need to be aware of this. And people think that I've lost my mind when I have not. I've I'm very far from it. I'm trying to help you guys open your eyes to what's actually really happening because I can see it. And I don't know, you know, it didn't work. So yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at, dude. And, you know, I love all those people and I I don't wish any ill will upon them, 
I just think that, you know, that that TDS is strong, man. It's it's very hard to overcome when there's 24-7. No there's no cure. No, 24-7, dude. People he, are getting even if ha- they came hammered out, with misinformation. Even if they came out with a vaccine for TDS, I don't think it, <laughs> it would be more than 1% effective. <laughs> it really wouldn't. No doubt yeah. in my mind. Like 95% effective for 99.9% uh, virus. Oh, no, no. It's 99.5% that you won't get the virus. No, we're all getting the virus. We're going to get the virus. It's happening. Yeah. We're all, we're all going to get it. The hope is it just doesn't get to the older community because the older community is very, very susceptible to it. Well, John posted uh, this map that I really loved and it was broken down by like little human icons in it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is the amount, it was like the whole country of the United States, but it was like filled with little people icons and each person mm-hmm. represented like whatever, hundred thousand people or whatever it was. Right. Right. And, uh, and it showed the amount of infections. Mm-hmm. It was like a very kind of small sliver of the entire country. Mm-hmm. And then within that, there's a number of like hospitalizations and then there's a number of deaths, which is like, a, I think it was like one or two little people icons in, in a, in a map of hundreds and hundreds of these like human icons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the point of the graphic was just to kind of show like, see this right here. Scale. Yeah. It's scale. Yeah. This yeah. is why we're shutting down the whole rest of the country because of this right. right here. Right. And if you don't wear a mask, you're a grandma killer. It's ridiculous, yeah. dude. The crazy thing like, is if you, if you took that same graphic style and you mm-hmm. did instead of COVID, if you made it like car accidents or if right. you made it like heart disease or if you made mm-hmm. it like cancer, cancer, or anything, right. like it would probably, it would probably actually be far worse. The amount of people right. dying. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't do shit to change anything in our society or culture for these other things that kill vastly more people. Dude, like the the overall deaths this year is tracking for the overall deaths of last year and the year before that and the yeah. year before that they're all tracking yeah. yes there w- there was a spike but eh, were there decreases in car accident victims were there decreases in pneumonia victims you know what i'm saying like if if you ha- if you died of pneumonia and you had covid you died of covid you didn't die of pneumonia right. anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so, or if you died of the flu. Yeah, but last year, COVID, if you were if you were an 85-year-old person who got pneumonia, you would have died mm-hmm. last year the same way you yeah. would have died this year, except this year they're calling it a COVID death. Right. And that's that's the issue. Like when the overall deaths for the entire year, like if, if, if they equaled what they were last year and they had 250,000 more deaths on top of it, then you might have an argument. But they're tracking the same. We only have a month and a half left. Yeah. Not even a month and a half. And we'll see what happens, man. I was you know? actually speculating earlier this year, kind of half jokingly, but I was just curious. I was like, I kind of wonder at the end, after 2020 is over and all the data is tabulated on deaths mm-hmm. in the year, right. I almost kind of theorized, like, wouldn't that be something if fewer people died in the year 2020? Right. Because right. you have to factor in population growth. So there are just more people around in 2020. Mm-hmm. 
than there were in 2019 or 2018. But if you look at it, if you look at it, if you look at it percentage wise, if it ends up being that more people died in 2019 and 2018 and 2017 than 2020, because Mm -hmm. everybody was stuck at home, right? Being worse off, losing a year of life, but Mm -hmm. staying alive. I would just be like, Mm -hmm. wow. Right. You know, I'm, I'll be really curious to see those numbers. Right. This to see, and they projected. Remember, the initial projections from the very beginning was that like twenty million, however many millions of people are going to die oh, yeah. in America. Right. No, I think it was like two million. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I we mean, didn't get anywhere near that, but no, they they said best case scenario it'd be between two, I think two in and uh, three hundred thousand, and we're right there. Mm-hmm. Best case, best case scenario. So. In the best case scenario, Trump did the best case scenario, according yeah, but, to the early project or projections. You yeah, know but, what I'm saying? But Trump can do no good, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. We know that. So whatever. So my head, my head will explode. I don't. I can't comprehend. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wrote down in my notes here. So knowing when to say when. Okay. And what I mean by that, or what I meant by that, when I was thinking about it, was. You know, you and I have talked about how we're trying to fight the good fight, right? We're trying right, to right, right. we're trying to enlighten people. We're it's not about agreeing with us, you know? It it's more about like just it's weird, right? Because we're we're talking about pursuing the truth. Yeah. Right? And think for yourself. I want you to think for yourself. I don't want you to accept what yeah. people are telling you. I want you to open your eyes and see what is happening and see what you're being told. And I want you to question it. And I want you to find the truth. Right. For yourself. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I feel the same way. And I, I try to give data. I try to show evidence. I try to show, so listen to these scientists, look, watch these YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've done that all year and right. I, I, on Facebook with my community of hundreds of friends, like just, I've tried and tried and I put it out there. And the way you kind of said, like, look, you're kind of checking out, like you're giving up on that. And I'm like, yeah, I also, after the election, I've started to feel like, look, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's one thing if we end up with Trump, I think I'll probably still be a little bit vocal, you know, in a, in a kind hearted way or whatever, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to give out a lot of hugs. Yeah. We're going to have to cushion the blow and, and basically be like, okay, I know you guys weren't paying attention for three or four weeks there, but here's what was happening. And this is all mm-hmm. constitutional and this is all legal and this is all part of the process. So I don't I, think, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do any of that, dude, because they're going to be too hysterical. Right, 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 right. I, I will, uh, when I say I'll do it, it'll be a very minimal effort. It'll literally just right. be like, here's a video, which is kind of mm-hmm. how I've been on Facebook lately. I'm very like, here's a video, watch it if you want. If you have thoughts that you want to throw back at me, don't bother, you know, mm-hmm. like, unless you want to watch and be like, oh, oh, okay. I never thought of that. I'm like, okay. But I'm, but don't watch the video and be like, why are you such a jackass for posting this? And why don't you think like I do? And da, da, da. I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to deal with it. No, response. no if you're going to send, if you're going to send hate, I'm not having that conversation. Yeah. 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 So, and I, but here's my whole thing is, if if Trump turns out to be the president, I'm not going to say a word. Yeah, not going to say a, a single word, 
because I tried to tell them. Right. I, I've said I've said my piece. I'm done. Yeah. Like I've already said when. You know what I mean? I have other platforms that I'm on where I can speak my mind freely and not get the backlash that I get on Facebook. I'm done. I've already like you see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. I, I just can't. I just can't anymore, dude. Like yeah. I might comment on something that, that you've posted or or somebody else, but on my on my page, I am done. I yeah. I, I you know. You know, when I think what, what took the cake for me was when a family member said, I'm going to have to unfollow you because I think you've lost your mind. <laughs> and and I'm like, right. wow, you know, I, I just I just couldn't believe it, it went that far. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm just, you know, I, I sit there and uh, to question my sanity. Right. When I can just turn it easily, turn that around and be like, I can question yours. Right. You're the one with you know? TDS. Pretty much. And, you know, I, I, I felt, I felt, I won't say hurt, but I was just like, you know what, if, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. And I love you. And, you know, I hope that you don't, but at the same time, if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. And, you know, cause I, I don't feel like I'm wrong here and I don't feel like I'm off my rocker. I don't think that I've, subscribe to uh, a gazillion conspiracy theories i'm just saying you know the well, news you, cannot you, you know what it so can't deep, just be one-sided yeah you know it what's kind be. of so deeply disturbing about all of this is like it's no longer a debate it's no longer a discussion about like right. blm or police violence or uh lockdowns or masks or it it's that's why I'm kind of like, this isn't just about Trump. Like Trump is a big part of it with the TDS, but mm-hmm. even if Trump's out of the picture, I've, I'm afraid that this culture is now in place. And this divide is so great between the left and the right that I can't even say, look, here's a study that shows that 95% of particles, viral particles will go in and out of your cotton mask. Mm-hmm. So it basically, it's about five percent effective at blocking anything. In the fact, cloth masks, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And literally, these are the words of Fauci very early on in this process. He said, "Masks are useless. It's really just for show. You know, if it makes you feel better or whatever." He literally said that. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask when you're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. Right. And But we're at a point now where I could show him saying that, I can show the data, the actual scientific studies that were done on it, show right. it to them, and they will still look at me like I'm anti-science. They will attack me for being whatever. And they will. And I'm like, at that point, there's no longer any point, whether I'm being censored or not, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the other thing I'm fighting against is whether I'm going to get fact checked and censored by Facebook just to even post scientific studies. Okay. Right. So that notwithstanding, this is how I feel like I've also checked out because. Right. 
And Big tech censorship, yeah. Yeah, well, the censorship thing, but it's also like I, I just don't believe that I can convince anybody of anything. And yeah. I, I don't know that anybody can convince anybody of anything anymore. Basically, each person— Everyone's an expert. It's not, it's not even that everybody's an expert, but it's kind of like if you're sipping the Kool-Aid. Which Kool-Aid? Whatever Kool-Aid it is. That's uh-huh. your choice to sip that Kool-Aid, and that is your narrative. Uh-huh. And nothing, no amount of logic or science or any point that I make, whether I tell you, oh, I literally wore a mask and worked out, and I felt sick afterward, and I had to pass out for two, three hours— they're like, no, right. that's anecdotal. That's bullshit. Like, no matter what it is, I can show you a scientific right. study. They'll be like, well, no, uh, Fauci says this. So forget about what he used to say. Well, he had a re- they'll, they'll excuse it however they need to do it, the mental gymnastics. Oh, dude, it's because, black and white. There's no, there's no gray area anymore. Yeah, the, but this is, this is my point where I'm like, if this is the culture that we have now, we're... I mean, you're talking basically about going off on Clapper and all these other platforms and being around other conservatives. And at that point, even that, I'm kind of like, well, I get it. You get some camaraderie and it feels good. It's, it's not even that. It's but just that I get you, I get to get it off my chest. Sure. Right. But And I don't have to fight anybody about it. I know. You know I know. I, mean? I totally get that. I totally get that. And yeah. I also see the appeal of that. Mm-hmm. But you know you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, it's, a, so, it's an echo chamber. Yeah, it is. It is. And that's why lately, I think last week or so, I think I messaged you and I was like, dude, dude, you gotta you gotta stop sending me TikToks. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter if I agree with everything you're sending it to me. It's like right. I just can't I can't take it anymore. And yeah, then, yeah. At, at that point I, I cut you off to like just send me like up to three a day. Pick your best three and send that. But but even beyond that, Friday night. I got a huge dose of negativity with everything in the media and everything that was happening on Friday. I think it was Friday mm-hmm. or maybe it was Thursday. I can't remember. But, and I was like, I think uh, Sanchez sent me a New York post article. This is like the final ca- straw on the camel's back. He mm-hmm. sent me a New York post article and it was like, the cops aren't going to be enforcing crimes in the subway or something like that. Like you're on crimes your- in the crimes in the subway. Yeah. It was something like that. Oh, wow. And then in that article, I looked, there was footage. It said, warning, this contains graphic footage, whatever. I watched it. And it was like some crazy psycho homeless dude or something. uh, Grabbed this woman, was like pushing her, pushing her, like ran her off the platform of the subway, threw her onto Mm. the tracks, basically. Wow. And then the train came. And I guess it ran her. And I guess it ran her over. Killed her. Oh, wow. And I saw that. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I can't take it anymore. Like all of it, like mm-hmm. new, new world order, uh, riots, looting, murder, crime, election, fraud, corruption, defund uh, the police, defund the police, masks, not wearing masks, infection yeah. rates, like everything. All it's of like, it. how much can they throw at us and us actually stay sane? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what, what more do you, what more can 2020 possibly bring? Yeah. And I, and yeah. I just felt like, look here, I, and this goes back to my Titanic episode from last month, but I was like, I can try to do my individual thing, but if I'm mm-hmm. on board a Titanic ship that's going down, mm-hmm. I can't ignore that. 
right? Like if society mm-hmm. is going down, I can't just pretend like I'm hunky dory in my apartment working on my own thing because right. That was where I was then now then, but now I'm kind of like look, if the Titanic is going down. Right. If if America is going down, if it's going to be mm-hmm. complete lawlessness and uh, America like completely loses its identity and its values and its constitution. And we end up being owned by globalists and they force vaccinations into us and we attracts our every move and we have no freedom of dissent. And look, if all of that is happening, it, right. I could say it's going to happen, but if it's already seemingly already in process, it's happening. Right. The question is, this is the last, the last stand, dude. The question is for me though, is like, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And that is the question. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm having to ponder that. And I've, like we were talking about earlier, right. I've given up the fight of trying to convince people that I know are unconvincible. Yeah. So I think it's time, it's time to walk away from the keyboard, stand up in our communities and, and, and say, no, this is not, this is not good. This is not going to fly. Well, and that's that's, e- that's even harder. It's even harder. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's not where I'm at right now. Right, because uh, you you are in a democratic city. I well, wouldn't yeah, do it if I were yeah, you. I'm not. Right. I would come down here where your parents are, and <laughs> then you would have <laughs> well, a little I, more. I, I'm looking to go even further than that and go straight to Florida. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. But, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, right now, I'm like, look, I just have to look at this tangibly speaking. When mm-hmm. I when I texted you Friday. I texted Sanchez and I said, dude, I need a day. I'm going offline. I'm going offline. And what ended up happening was I had a pretty productive, nice Friday evening. You know, Mm -hmm. I watched an episode of Silicon Valley, uh, had a nice dinner. And uh, I think I installed the new version of Photoshop and Illustrator. And uh, I started organizing my fonts which is something I've been mm-hmm. wanting to do for a long time, like different collections. So I can, anytime I want to do a design now, I use this program. Mm-hmm. If I want a thin font, it's like all, I'm grouping all of my thin fonts together so I can just type in whatever phrase I want to design in there. Mm-hmm. It's like basically the point is it's going to really improve my workflow and save me a lot of time in the long run. But I'm like, I finally, I just sat down and I started doing it. I'm still mm-hmm. not, it's a time consuming task. I'm still not done with it. I hope to finish it mm-hmm. tonight after we're done recording. But I was like, yeah, yeah. And the more I kind of was just scratching things off my to-do list and taking care of things, and I started doing some design mock-ups for T-shirts and all this stuff, like, I was just like, yeah. It, it's literally like I just shut out the outside world, and I did what I do best and what I enjoy, which is you know being efficient, organizing my life, checking things off the list, being creative, being productive, like this cycle. And the more each hour that went on and the more I got done, I just did my laundry tonight and, you know, cleaned the bathrooms, did the dishes, like the better I feel in general. Mm-hmm. Like my spirits sure. feel lifted. I might check in with you tonight or tomorrow and you might tell me, dude, it's all over. You know, Trump is out. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know anything that led up to that. But this is kind of where I'm at now. It's like I, when I say I'm looking to check out, and uh, yeah, I'll give the same warning to everybody out there. And not, I'm not suicidal. Please, no. I, but, <laughs> um, but like you said about like dealing with people and debating and arguing about this stuff. 
Like I, I think you and I are on the same page about that. We're done trying to debate with people, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about even in our comfortable echo chambers, getting it off your chest. I'm starting to feel like I'm, I'm, I think you and I are in a slightly different place right now because I'm like, I'm not even there. Like I don't even want to get things off my chest anymore. Like I feel like I want to completely tune out of this entire debacle that is 2020. And I want to go into my own world, into my own creative Mecca where I am just, you know, making music, designing graphics, shirts, focus on business, marketing the stuff, doing what I do. Right. And if the world's going to shit, the world's going to shit. Me as an individual, I can't stop it. So that's where I'm at right now. You, you know what this reminds me of? You, you know that Matrix scene where, uh, what's his name? The Cyrus? Yeah, Cyrus wants to get plugged back in. Yeah, he wants to get plugged back That's in. That's not what I'm talking about, though, man. It's right. I'm, my, my fear I, I, I is that you're I, just not going to know anything that's going on. And then the next thing you know, it's like Armageddon outside. And you know what I'm saying? Well, no, like, let's. What, how do we get here? No, let's, <laughs> let's, let's think about it realistically. The first things first, we already know the lockdowns are in place. I already know, like, my gym is shut down. I can't do shit here. So I have no life here in Philly. So that mm-hmm. it is what it is. I'm going to stay in this apartment. Exercise on my own, shower, eat, and work on my stuff. That's a given. Right. So right. we're only talking about what I'm going to know digitally, like what news I'm going to follow and how informed I'm going to be about everything that's happening out there. As far as I'm concerned, it's already been dictated for me the month of December, the rest of 2020. Like when I went to the gym on Thursday, it was the last day they're open. But this point is, so Thursday I went to the gym worked out. And as I was leaving, I was like, uh, all right, see you next year. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, right. Cause that's it. That was my last workout of 2020 yeah. at the gym. So I'm like, and, what, and I'm, what I'm saying is that it is what it be is. Open yeah. Hopefully like, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Hopefully I'll be in Florida by then, you know, but no, no, they might be out of business. Right. So you know what I mean? Yeah. How are they going to survive? Right. Small small business owners are 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 gonna die, dude. Yeah. And big business, it, we're gonna we're all gonna be buying stuff from the corporate stores, and that's it's 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 yeah. Everybody's already group. ordering from Amazon. Yeah. The richest man in the world. Yep. So he grew grew his net worth by ninety one billion to ninety one billion dollars, something like that. Yeah. No, it sounds that makes sense. Makes complete sense. Right. But yeah, I mean this is not the moment, the time or the place for me to fight the fight is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. So it's kind of like, if I know I'm not really fighting the fight, it's more frustrating right. for me to be on the periphery of it and aware, you know what I mean? Like I, and this is a struggle for me. It's an exercise for me, but I, I've proven it this weekend because I've had a pretty good weekend by shutting mm-hmm. out everything in the world. I've started to feel better. And I think that's what I'm going to continue to do. So, um, so when I say when is when for me, it's like, I think that's, that's my new normal for at least the next few weeks, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm just going to stay positive within my own bubble. Right. You know, 
regardless of whether we have Trump or Biden or whatever else happens out there. Like I'm like I I've you know, I was getting some success and some traction with Clapper on my anonymous brand, you know. Mm-hmm. And lately it's like, meh, I'm getting I'm back to getting like 10 views or whatever. So or five likes. So I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, I can take clips from Crowder and, and Tim Pool and post them there. And maybe I get some likes, maybe not. But I'm thinking like, what does it really even matter? You know, it's not really mm-hmm. the best use of my talents or my abilities. So I think I would rather focus on that, you know, what I do best. All right. So that's where I'm at with it. Stuff. Yeah, it's I think this tough, is dude. one of those years where everybody is dealing with different things, and we all have to find our own individual recipes for sanity. Right. I yeah. I, I don't know, dude. Like I'm I'm halfway like oh I need to march. I'm I'm halfway like oh I just need to take care of my family. I'm halfway like right. oh right. we need to to figure out you know a plan b in case it gets really bad like do we take the vaccine do we not take the vaccine you know it's there's so many things and i'm just like well what are the long-term effects of this vaccine does that not scare anybody you know who knows nope they're they're supposedly the the rna vaccine is supposed to supposedly rewrite our genetic code people are a hundred percent okay with that i'm yeah. it's like nah these are the same people of, who are talking about G, and yeah, worrying about modified organism yeah. yeah this is the same people who are worried about the long-term effects of covid right and they're not concerned about the long-term effects of this new experimental rna vaccine oh they don't like the idea of geomodified food either so hmm. you're going to geomodify yourself wow. but you don't want your food geomodified it doesn't make any sense yeah, it's crazy <laughs> man it's, it's insane it's insanity. They they have driven us crazy. And I think, uh, you know, I what I want to happen is I want the people that have perpetrated all of this on us to be held accountable. If it's China, then it needs to be China. If it's Bill Gates, it needs to be Bill Gates. If it's, you know, the, the UN, then it needs to be the people in power there. I don't care. Like, I, I honestly feel like this is not, this is not, it's not right. What's happened this year and you want justice. This is not from nature. This is from, I believe a man-made virus. I think that's what stemmed it all. Yeah. And then on, on, on top of that, like, like it was used as a political tool to uh, destroy America. That's what I believe. And everyone's like, Oh, well, what do you mean? Just America. This is happening all around the world. You're right. The best the best way to accomplish your goal is to have some collateral damage, man. This is how war this is this is a different kind of war. It's a biological weapon, man. That's 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 a belief, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you saw the video from the Irish guy that I sent it to you. Probably. He he posted it back in October and there was some leaked document talking about what was going to happen. And it's actually right in line with the Operation Lockstep that we were mentioning right. about earlier. Right. But it said, remember now, this video was released at the start of October. Mm-hmm. And it was saying... Last year. 
No, Wait. like a month oh, ago. Oh, this, this October. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He posted this video a month ago, and it said uh, this document was leaked, and it was basically outlining what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the first parts of what was in the – it's already happening, which is basically there's going to be a, a new lockdown. Mm-hmm. It's going to be even stricter and harsher, and they're going to claim it's because of cases going up. Mm-hmm. That's exactly not that not not that right but not cases, deaths, but yeah. cases and this is exactly what's happened. Mm-hmm. And I didn't finish watching the video because he started to go a little bit further than that, and he started to talk about how the next step is going to be. They're going to claim there's a mutation of the virus, so this could right. be somewhere around February, March, April time. And, and this 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 goes back in line with lockstep. Yeah. And this new they, virus... It, it's, it's not a mutation. It actually has MERS, but yeah. So this this new virus that they're going to claim right. it's mutated or whatever, but like if you look at the Bill Gates interview where he talked about it before... The like, second wave? The, yeah. yeah, where he's like, well, they'll pay attention next time. And he smiles right. and it's like... You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is... Uh, will get attention this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. Mm-hmm. On that, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. Mm-hmm. So the, if this all that plays was the out, most sinister. That's oh, yeah. the most sinister, sinister. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So if this yeah. all plays out according to how it's already been playing out, mm-hmm. this new virus, whether it's a mutation, whatever they claim it to be, um, will enter into the system, into the world, mm-hmm. the global, whatever. Uh, could be February, March, April, sometime. But. This one is actually going to be truly lethal. Yeah. And many, 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 many more people, I'm talking younger, healthier people, Mm -hmm. are are going to die from this virus. Mm -hmm. Now, we've already seen this virus, the the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, that's killing like 0.005, like virtually nobody who wasn't going to die anyways this year. Mm -hmm. Look at how society has already flipped out and lost their shit and gone dude batshit crazy that 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 new that new movie that's coming out is predicted programming oh yeah, it's yeah, witch- yeah i saw it's, that it's, right. it's it's considered witchcraft right essentially they are trying to ready your mind for what they plan to unleash on mm-hmm. us and i'm saying it now and people are gonna think i'm crazy for saying it but watch yeah. just watch they they and this are, is the kind of thing this is the kind of thing mm-hmm. where and i know if this ends up happening in April or May or whenever it happens, mm. I can tell people, hey, go back and listen to this episode where I right. told you about it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they may or not, they may, they, may so, they, be, they may be so freaked out and running to flee the country at that point that they won't have time to sit here and listen to this podcast. It'll be a moot point. Right. Regardless, with so many of these things that I've known about for a while that I never express out loud. Right. Or what I'm saying now. It's like, look, my feeling is always the same. I hope that I'm dead wrong. Yeah, I want to be wrong about these things that I put out there. The -hmm. problem is I've already been right about a lot of things. Right. And 
I don't want to be right about this because if there's this new virus that comes out next year and I think they were calling it COVID-21 or something. Yeah. Yep. And, and this actually does kill, it could kill you. It could kill me. It could kill our yeah. kids. Like, you know, all of these things. Then it's like, oh shit. Now we actually have real reason to panic. Right. And then they're going to come out with a vaccine that will actually really save us. And we'll be so desperate. And I say we, not necessarily you and me, but all of us as a population mm-hmm. will be so desperate. We'll be like, yes, please save us. Or we're dying. Like, please, whatever, you know, take our, you know, whatever, implant us with this chip, like do whatever, like just save our. And that's where we really enter into end game here, you know? So yeah. complete go- global well, governance. I, I, I I go back to that whole that whole CIA um uh what was it like oh that presentation the with, yeah the presentation uh, Bill that Bill Gates was giving to the CIA where he he essentially has a vaccine that would uh cure religious fundamentalism right so he starts messing with your brain and he starts doing all this other stuff with vaccines you know uh what did he sterilize he sterilized a bunch of uh women in India didn't he yeah. Um, like there's there's stuff going on here that that is beyond the scope of anything we could comprehend. And the idea that some software guy is the head of vaccine research should terrify some people. Like I don't I don't understand why everyone thinks it's okay for Bill and Melinda Gates to be involved in in vaccine mm-hmm. research. It makes no sense to me. And you know. It's if if it all goes down and the corruption and the evil people get arrested and Trump finally drains the swamp or whatever, um, I hope that he's included. So that's that's just me. Um, yeah. You know, I, you, it's, it's you weird. are it's often weird. way more optimistic than I am about these. Sure, things. sure, 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 dude. But at the same time, I, I look at it and I'm just like, you know, he was tied to Epstein. What was that all about? Like, there's 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 too many too many weird things that are going on that all point to nefarious activity to me. So, yeah. I mean. And that makes me a conspiracy theorist because I'm connecting dots and mm-hmm. people. But the thing is, these dots actually connect. They're yeah. not like, they're not like, oh, I'm I'm reaching. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, why is Bill Gates' hand in everything that has to do with this virus? Everything. Yeah. He's in. He's in the vaccines. He's in uh, the the uh, World Economic Forum. Uh, and there was that. Uh, what was that? Uh, Something 21 that happened last October. What was that thing called? Uh, the, event 201. Event 201. Yeah, right. Where they yeah. were talking so, about uh, getting the reactions yeah. from if we re- if there's a coronavirus release. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, okay. That's not suspicious at all. Right before the coronavirus is right. released. and Right before it really comes to be, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then you know, first there's Agenda 21 from the UN and then, then uh, Agenda 2030, which is... Essentially, if you read that and, and what their their plans are to get to that point, it's terrifying, dude. And the idea that Gates is somehow involved with all of this is is it's just raising red flags to me. That's all. You know what I mean? And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Yeah. You to know? me, to me, that's 
it says something about the integrity of our arguments because most people that I think we debate with, mm. they want to be right. Right. And they're no, ar- I don't. They're, they're, yeah. they're arguing with us like we're wrong, they're right, and that's how the argument goes. Now, mm-hmm. we're arguing in, on a sense of, look, I actually, we disagree, but mm-hmm. I hope you're right. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want to be right. Yeah. But, I, dude, this is, this goes uh, like. Yeah, I mean, part of me wants to be right. I, I want these people to get locked up. <laughs> I mean, that part. But <laughs> no, I don't. No, 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 I don't not w- the evil. Of, yeah. of course, that. But we're talking about just like with our friends and stuff. Like, right. Like, the thing is, is like, look, like you said earlier, if, if, if honest elections are, are a thing of the past. Right. And this is how we move forward with. Like, yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't want to say civil war, but like the the right half of the country, the seventy million Trump voters. I mean, a lot of them will just go back to their life like normal, but the fewer who are more passionate about it and who have been aware of what's going on, like they're not going to just sit down and be like, "All right, all hail President Biden." No, there's going to be a resistance. Right. If, it, if it's if it's not clearly in place that this was a legitimate election, I think know, it's going to be a lot more. Than, than a few. Yeah. I, mean, I, it'll, I honestly it'll, do. It'll be more than a few, yes. L- like literally a million, more than a million people came to Washington, D.C. for the Million Magnum Right, election. right. And no, but you wouldn't know that from the media. Right. But like literally more than a million. Right. And yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, I just can't believe it. Like more, mil- more people voted for Biden than any other politician. <laughs> It's laughable. In the history, in the history of the world, right? It's laughable. Did you you hate Trump so much? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Especially when more people voted than were registered. Period. Right. Three hundred and fifty percent in some precincts, man. Yeah. Like the the amount of voter fraud is outstanding. And if if what the Trump lawyers are saying is true, and he actually won by a landslide, it's it. I hope the evidence is super compelling. Yeah. And and I want to see people go to jail. I yeah. mean, just for the just for the fraud alone. Right. The Dominion and, and, executives yeah. or whoever was right, right. Right. Or anyone anyone that had anything to do with right. uh st- Dude, stacking, there's people giving the sworn affidavits. They could go to jail mm-hmm. for committing perjury if they were lying. They they put their right. own lives on the line. Life. Right. To to not one person. Like hundreds of these people across mm-hmm. the country have right. sworn affidavits and they've come out saying, well, you know, my boss told me to do this and, and they told me that well, I saw them doing this. Like, right. Those are crimes because that people well, have been here, committing. Well, right. So here's the thing. It's like, it's either you tell us what happened or we convict you of, of, of lying voter about fraud, it. voter or, fraud, which is a, a federal offense. So, you know, they're they're probably making deals left and right. Yeah, probably. Like like we caught you. Right. We we have we have you dead dead to rights. Right. So, you know, I mean I'm sure some of that's going on. Yeah, probably. But at the at the at, yeah, at the same time, I'm sure there's people that came with their own free will that said, Hey, no, this is wrong. Right. This is this this perverts the integrity of all elections going forward. Right. And and so there must My, be like some I, honest Democrats out there. There have to be, you know, honest, yeah, honest yeah. Democrats, honest Republicans. 
and and all all I have to say is, you know, like I said before, if Biden legit won this, right, I'll respect I'll respect the result. Yeah. But we'll I don't be happy I don't, about I don't, it. But you know, at least yeah. if he won the election, I, fine, he won the election. I, I don't think, but at this point, I don't think it could be proven that he did. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's one of those things where no, you fought us for not us, you fought Trump for three and a half four years. That his uh, election was not valid. So why would you expect the Republicans to do the same thing for Biden's? Right. You know what I mean? I noticed I didn't include myself in that. I almost did, but I didn't. But uh, no, I mean, I, I think like I think it, I, I think they legit try to steal this election, dude. I really do. So yeah. You know, and to quote my other friend, "Where's the evidence?" Well, <laughs> I like that TikTok you posted, uh, sweeping <laughs> it under the rug. All right. Well, just just let them present their evidence and then make your judgment. Don't just say that they don't have any. That's right. my whole thing. You know what I mean? It's like, let them present it. And then if you can debunk it, debunk it. Right. That's the thing. But, going back to what we first started talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. This world versus the other world. And it's literally CNN has been saying, there's no evidence. Right. And on Twitter and on Facebook, they're saying, oh, the election is completely legitimate. There's no evidence of fraud. There's no Facebook, Twitter, those little notifications. And on CNN, they're literally saying zero fraud, zero right. evidence, no right. proof of anything. And I'm like, it's, 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 re- it's amazing to me that they're going to that extreme of a level to say that there's nothing. Right. When there Which clearly me- is. Which to me makes them complicit, and if right. it turns out to be true, they need they need to be held accountable too. Yeah, but I don't even know what that looks like anymore. Because like I, I mean, I don't even know how you handle the whole system is corrupt that way. How do you hold the whole system accountable? I, we if, we told you there was evidence. You you kept saying there wasn't. And if they track the money back to whoever is in charge or whatever, somehow they're all connected. You follow the money; it never lies. Yeah. The money never lies. I would love to see some people go down for this, but you know me, I'm the skeptic. I don't think people are going to go down for it, but I'll settle for just a couple big names, right? No, I'll settle for just the whole thing being exposed as errors and this and that. And, uh, you know, they'll determine that Trump actually won in a landslide Mm -hmm. and he'll be president. And, Everybody, Biden will go back to whatever, and uh, we'll move forward. Um, yeah, I'll no, settle. Biden's going, I'll settle. Guantanamo, dude. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, you're, you're dreaming again, man. You're dreaming. But like I said, yeah. I'll settle for if we end up with Trump as president, legitimately. Right. I'll, I'll send you a video about Guantanamo. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. But you're going to be cutting back on those videos now because I. Yeah, you checked out. I got you. checking out. You're pulling the parachute. I get you. Yeah. But if if it really starts going down, dude, hop on a train and get down to your mom's. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Right. Because you live in Philly and it's going to get crazy in Philly. I'm telling you. If 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 it's overturned, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. If Trump ends up being president, the Antifa, BLM, like they're all the lefts. They're all going to lose their shit. I think even normal, quote unquote, normal leftist friends of mine mm-hmm. might be out there rioting and looting. So, right. Yep. Yeah. But once they find out that Bernie Sanders, 
because a lot of my left friends that are arguing with me about about all of this, they wanted Bernie Sanders. That's what's funny. Yeah, and, and, and that's old news here, now. That's old news. Right, but 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 here's the thing. Like I've said this before. I I actually respected Bernie. I was going to vote he, for Bernie in 2016. Right, but he believes what he's saying. He's not he's not following some agenda in my opinion. I believe he really truly believes he's been an activist since he was a younger guy. Mm-hmm. I won't say I won't say a kid, but no, he's been an activist for a long time. And I, I, I honestly don't believe that he's tied into this whole uh, new world order, but he might be. I don't know. Who knows, man? Well, yeah. up is down, down is up. Yeah. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, man. All right, man. Are you, are you seeing clearly? It's 2020. Are you seeing 2020? <laughs> it's one of my fav- favorite phrases, but anyway. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm seeing 2020 on any level. Everything is foggy and blurry to me. No, I have moments, dude. I have, I have some really, really mm-hmm. clear moments. And then, and then sometimes I'm just like, Oh man, I don't know. I don't know my, my well, tail. From you my know, head. it's like the whole thing. Like, you know what, you know, mm-hmm. you know what you, you don't know, you know what you don't know, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah, one of the best quotes of all time. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I have to be comfortable with just not knowing what I don't know. Right. And I think we all do, but most people can't handle that. I think that's why people are either devoutly atheist or devoutly Christian or religious is because where I hover as an agnostic, it's way too uncomfortable for people because... People aren't okay with just saying like, well, I don't know. Well, wait till what, what they don't know becomes what they know. That's where I think a lot of people are going to just lose their, lose their minds, dude. Like, well, it's when be... they don't know about all this stuff happening with the election and then all of a sudden they're hit with it, that Trump is going to be the president. Is that what you're talking about? Right. Because, because the media has been lying to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, well, honestly, the, the interesting it, thing here about that is I wonder if they will harbor any resentment toward CNN and their media sources for like, no. wait, 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 why didn't you tell us this was all happening? I wonder uh, some of them. I wonder that, maybe a that's few. a, that's a, that's a hope, but I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. I doubt it too. But I wonder yeah. if a few might wake up to, you know, I mean, yeah. look, 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 dude, conservatives have trusted in Fox news for decades even okay. even now, what has happened? Look mm-hmm. at the mass migration away. They don't trust Fox News anymore. Look, it's well, happening. That, that, right, because so, they were for, they were forced somehow. But this by, is what I'm saying. If the right yeah. could, all, if that many people could turn away from Fox News, people like my mm-hmm. dad who have religiously devoted themselves to Fox News for decades, mm-hmm. if they can wake up to that and turn away from it to actually find it a, a a legitimate, authentic, conservative news source. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't the same thing happen on the left? Why couldn't people wake up and be like, wait a minute, how come I didn't because, know about all this stuff about the voter because fraud? Because Fox, Fox News was one channel. They have the market. CNN, MSNBC. They have the entire industry. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the, where they're going to go, oh, yeah, 
Tim CNN Pool, lied Tim to Pool. us. Let me go. go, to, go let Tim me go Pool. over to ABC. I, they never watched ABC. Now they seem like a credible news source. That see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's they gotta go to Tim not, Pool. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, don't 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 put uh, crosshairs yeah. on Tim. No, Pool. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's no, he's but, got enough crosshairs no. on him himself already. Well, in, in in all honesty, dude, it's 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 like. I, I feel like, you know, I, I've told you I'm taking this revelation class at, at, at church and I'm just like, man, I feel like it's all unfolding. It's the beginning of the end. And I'm not sure if it was you that told me the other day or somebody else. But like, what do you think they felt, you know, at the beginning of World War II? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, I don't think we've ever seen this sort of madness. And, you know, I, I actually was my well, other buddy you, who told me that. When you factor in the technology capabilities now. That's mm-hmm. why. That's how it gets scarier very fast. It's this exponential. Well, I mean, like, yeah, and the mark of the beast, and this vaccine might have, you know, trackable uh, numbers, and you know, that's that's a whole nother thing. Where, oh, your vaccine has a number on you, just like the Jews had a tattoo on them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's there's so many things here, dude, that that are in play, that it just seems, you know, it just seems crazy. So. You know, there's there's also like astronomical stuff that's happening, astrological stuff that's happening. Not astrological. Astro- astrological is like the 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 zodiac crap, right? Yeah. You know, I, I mean astronomical, like stuff in the stuff in the planets and all mm-hmm. this other stuff where they're actually, I think, uh, this this winter equinox, all the planets are supposed to align to, and like some people are talking about a mental shift and all this other stuff too. So I'm just like, this is craziness, dude. So, well, yeah. assuming the mm-hmm. rapture does not occur between now and next time, uh, I'll have you back on the podcast, and we'll check back in in a couple months, and uh, we'll we'll know who the president is by then, and uh, <laughs> then we'll discuss. I mean, I, they'll discuss. We'll discuss where we go from there. <laughs> <laughs> assuming you, I, assuming you're still here on this on this uh, on this plane. Oh, dude! If the, yeah, if the rapture happens, uh, I, I'm hopefully I'm hoping that I'll go too. So yeah, you know. I I doubt that I will, because uh, God's <laughs> probably disappointed in me that I'm running confusianity. So just to spite me, he'll he'll leave me behind. But that would actually I don't know if I jokingly told you that before, but maybe it was Ryan I was talking to. But if the rapture happens, I would finally be a believer. Oh yeah, that was me. We were yeah. talking about that. Yeah, I'd finally be a believer. That's what it. Yeah. That's what it would take. But oh, uh, ye little faith. Yeah, me of your little <laughs> faith who believed in it for thirty-two years with zero anything. That's, right. That's some faith. It was just I reached my limit. You gave up. Yeah. We all have our breaking point. Yep. I guess you checked out there too, huh? Yeah. Well. <laughs> that's been a lot of my 30s, and that's been a lot of 2020. It's been like checking yeah. out and realizations. Like some people have really stepped up in my life, and I've grown closer with people in my life. You know, like you and and Sanchez, and I've reconnected with my friend Ryan, and right, you know, my friend Karen, and and other people have uh, shown their colors and uh, drifted out of the picture, right. You know? So I, I I think I get the feeling that it was not just for me. I think for a lot of people this year, I think, you know, it's been a year of forced clarity in certain ways. Yeah, it's, it's been eye-opening for sure, you know. Like I, I never thought 
you know, some of my family members would have acted that way toward me, especially, right. You know, but you know, it is what it is. You, You can't, you can't change people, I guess. And you think that, you know, them and they might've thought that they knew you, but in all actuality, this, this might be the, I guess, precipice for actually understanding who people really are. So, yeah, eh, we'll see. True. It's all good. We'll, uh, Take care, buddy. Yeah. Talk to you. Talk to you soon. Until next time. Yeah, man. Hey, you. Yes, you. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on. That way you can obviously get notified as soon as new episodes arrive. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and consider writing a brief review. It just takes a second And it really helps in order to get this podcast ranking higher so that more people can discover it. And the better this podcast is doing, the more prominent guests we can get on the show, and also the more time I can devote to it, which means more episodes and better episodes. And speaking of better episodes, what would you like to see more of on the show? Are there specific topics you'd love to see covered? Do you have thoughts of your own on the subjects discussed today? I'd love to hear from you. Just shoot an email to podcast at introversion.com or you can reach out to me on social media i'm jay caslow on pretty much every platform twitter instagram and the rest and last but not least if you've been enjoying listening to the podcast and also checking out the daily blog at introversion.com i invite you to visit patreon.com introversion where you can become an official introversion patron for as little as three dollars a month that's literally 10 cents a day anyway just consider it otherwise Just click like, share this podcast with friends and family who you think would enjoy it. It's 2020, so be safe out there. And yet, go live your life. I know that's kind of a paradox, but we'll figure this out one way or another. Anyway, have a good one. Until next time.